keep talking, or, we, or I can kick this kick this motherfucker off. Let's I don't kick care. it off. All right. Let's go. What's up, everybody? It's another pounds. episode of Bounty Board. Love we're you, 3,000. Episode... <laughs> we're at episode 49, which mm-hmm. I will say real quick, we've been doing this for a year. We had a couple of weeks we took off, so we have not hit episode 52, but we have, in fact, now been doing this for one solid year, Eric and I. Uh, Sarge joined right before Christmas, and Bobby joined right before President's Day, I think, something like that, mid-January. That's an um, odd, odd date to stamp me to. I mean, it was just a holiday. I was trying to, I said Christmas for Sarge. Are we, are we announcing something? No, it's just been a year. We've been doing this oh, for a year. No, 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 I, because That's we said Bobby Wednesday. joined on Presidency Day, President's Day, and I was like, is Bobby going to announce a run? I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't take a whole lot. Soft clothes, Bobby... <laughs> <laughs> Big Bone Bobby, the soft post smile, yeah, 2020. Yep. 2020. I, Are you I old will, enough to be president, Bobby? I will write that shit in. How old do you have to be? 35? 35? Is it? I figure yeah. it was much younger based off some of the shit I'm hearing these days. But yeah, uh, I'll be 35 next year. Damn, you could Just be in the, time. President, the next president of the United States. Just in time. I thought it was 40 in that case. I'd like to announce my candidacy right now. I'll start <laughs> as a VP. Oh my god, a, a dual ticket of <laughs> hybrid glass and, and soft clothes. Somalia. VP the VP. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's Let's go. Perfectly. Uh, it is Wednesday, June 26th. I am hot out of the viewing of Spider-Man Far oh. From Home and is incredible. I, it's, it's actually embargoed until tomorrow, so I cannot speak details live so i will not everybody in this chat will be be able to hear about it before as they did and after the show but for those of you listening right now suck it um fuck it that's that's rude what is you just said a much more rude thing and i didn't say that telling everybody to suck it to suck it dude just told his dad to suck it because because you have access that's not nice no, that's not... No, I'm not saying suck it because I'm better than you. I'm saying suck it, I can't talk about it today, so you have to wait. Mm. All right. And they're not we'll in go the with, central circle. We'll go with that. Yeah, we'll we're going to go with that. that. We're going to go, go with that, Eric. Fresh from vacation, Eric. We're going to go with uh, that. Coming in hot with his opinions and bullshit. Did you have to drink <laughs> your own piss when you were in Colorado. Did you get lost? Did you get, the, no. get a knife to cut your arm off at all? Do you have no. another arm? I can't no, tell. there were there was. You there have was, another arm. I'm not sure. <laughs> there was no arm cutting. Um, although uh, DARPA was supposedly very close to somewhere we are, so we don't know if these are both real, right? What Could was close to where you are? DARPA is supposedly close to the mountain range that we're in. They have a facility somewhere in Colorado. Supposedly. What does that have to do with you not knowing if your arms are real? Well, I, if I lost an arm, I may have a completely cybernetic arm because you know those yeah. are the types of things. DARPA. That, DARPA does. Um, DARPA. But anyway, no, it was good. Um, it was a it was a really fun trip. The RV did not work out in stellar fashion. Um, I love my parents to death, but sometimes they don't do all the research that they should do. Um, and they rented an RV from uh, an Airbnb style RV place. Um, please, please tell me it broke down. And no, it no, got no. Really it, hot in it, and you had to run nope, outside wearing only your nope, white tidies and a button-down nope, shirt. No, nope, no, nope, I'll tell you nope. what happened. Okay. So we went and picked it up. Um, I was doing my best to stay out of it. It was my parents' deal, um, so I, I let them pick it up. The guys who were walking around and showing us the RV kept just pointing out things like the slides don't work. 
You know what a slide is in an RV? It's the thing that makes it wider so you don't feel like you're in a coffin the whole time. There's two of them. You slide them out, slide them in. Neither of those came out. Hmm. My dad finally said, okay, that'll be fine. We don't need that. We're good. Um, and so then got it home. They packed it up. They brought it to my house, and the CO2 sensor just kept going off, right? Just wouldn't shut up. So every five minutes, I had to turn that thing off. I finally got in touch with the lady that was on call to fix things, Gertru- Gert- Gertrude. Nope. Gertrude. I'm not going to believe for a second her name was Gertrude. <laughs> she picked up the phone. Her name, he, she said it was, she picked up the phone. Hey, it's Gertie. I was like, okay. <laughs> I would hang up and call again. Okay, I can't make this shit up. Uh, so I explained the situation. She then tried to tell me that my parents sprayed Lysol inside the RV, which is what was causing the CO2 sensor to go off. I'm like, okay, cool. That was three hours ago. The windows have been open. The doors have been open. This thing's still going off. Puts the phone down. Carl! Carl! Carl, come here! No shit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We're at Rot Rally right now. Uh, I got to get Carl. He's over drinking. Carl. Finally, Carl comes over. The CO2 sensor is going off in the leprechaun. Can we, uh, what do they need to do there? <laughs> this is bullshit. This nope. is all fabrication. Nope. Swear on every grave of every dead ancestor I have. Strike me down right now. If that is the case. Um, Carl goes, just have him cut it out of the RV. It's fine. <laughs> I then tell Gertie um, was that... Was her name Hurdy? I don't know. Uh, no, her name was Gertrude. She went by Gertie. I can only imagine that's what Gertie is short for. Um, or maybe Wait, it's just Gertie. Wait, you don't know her name was Gertrude? No, it was, it's okay, Gertie. Okay, this lady's full actual Christian government name is Gertie. <laughs> yep, that's fine. <laughs> for, the, for the case of this, it's fine. Uh, Gertie McFly. With that said, oh my God. I then proceed to tell her that I'm not cutting out the CO2 sensor on something that they don't own because it's somebody else's and it's an Airbnb-style scenario. That's like getting an Airbnb and saying, I'm going to rearrange the kitchen. I don't like Hold this on, fucking you, island here. You airbnb an RV? That's, that, yeah. that, was, that was the whole top of the story where my parents don't 100% do all of the research it's they should. It's Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb. <laughs> anyway. Need, needless, it's not even fucking good, Bobby. It's not even good. Needless to say, finally we took it back the next morning. My parents got all their money back. Um, because there was things involved where I, I was no longer silent in the morning, uh, and there was a lot of talk of liabilities. My pregnant wife was going to be in there. My two children were going to be in there. We were sleeping in this fucking thing. So, no. So, we rented a 12-person 12, uh, 12 van, trucked it up to Colorado, hung out, did some train rides, did some hiking around, took a lot of cool pictures. Um, yeah, it was, good, uh, it was a good time. It was a very awesome. good time. You it cannot. Like you were, it looked like you were in West Elizabeth. That's what I yep. wrote in the post, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You were just visiting the land of Red Dead Redemption. I heard a couple of notes um, from last week's podcast I want to go over. I can confirm Smurfs Team White with the Mozambique. I was there. Uh, yeah. I witnessed it. Um, it was a PC wipe, though, so Smurfs a little bit more apt uh, and able on PC uh, than it is on consoles. Uh, sorry, Smurf. Love you. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> it would be amazing if the Mozambique was only good on PC. That, yeah, I don't know. On console, <laughs> he. Uh, but he. He. Uh, that team had no idea where he was. He shot all of them in the back somehow. 
um, and killed the entire team. Uh, I think Skiwi was the one playing with us, so Skiwi can verify um, that as well. So, all right, it was good. Was well, good how stuff. was everybody else's week? Now that uh, Eric has given us a facsimile of truth, that we're all supposed to just take as real uh, reality. It's Ryan, did you very did you real. Gertie too? I did. How was your experience with Gertie? Oh, she was delightful. She helped <laughs> me fix my tractor. <laughs> you gotta fix them so you can see what it means, man. <laughs> that's oh, that's man. it. But for that's... real though, like, what the fuck did you do this week? Uh, <laughs> so far this week, I haven't done anything. Um, I started my new workout routine, riding ten miles a day. Masturbate. Oh, ah, what? That's the second part of my workout routine. Uh, <laughs> no, the... you don't do them simultaneously, do you? <laughs> no, it's weird. You can't openly do that on the bike trail. Uh, oh, no, I'm, I guarantee you someone has. That's not what Gertie says. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Carl. Ask Carl. <laughs> He'll tell you to cut it out. God damn it, Gertie and Carl. Like, this, Gertie yeah, that's and a fucking Carl. made up story. Fuck you that shit. Cannot, <laughs> you cannot. Don't say make you that cannot make that up because you, you absolutely just did. Nope. <laughs> I swear on all of our friendships and on my children's lives, not a fucking bit of that was made up. Not a it's second too of it. Serious, Bobby. I think you're, this I think up, you're what you doing this week. <laughs> Not a uh, second of it. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I haven't been doing a whole lot. A lot of work. Uh, Obi's been going to doggy daycare. Aww. So that's been pretty awesome. Uh, I've been able to like not have to come home as much. I was coming home on my lunch breaks to let him out and do his thing because he's so little. So I've been trying to just put that time into catching up on all the e3 stuff like there's a lot of really talented podcasters and influencers and reporters out there man and there's just so <laughs> someday much. we'll be one someday we'll be there but if you want like a good mediocre middle of the road start here um <laughs> like, what, what are you about to suggest because no one says if you want a good mediocre anything <laughs> like if you want like a, a video game podcast with training wheels or like a video game podcast for dummies you're in the right spot uh if you want we'll, a video we'll, game podcast with uh impact helmet <laughs> yeah we're the we're your gateway drug into the better podcast <laughs> first taste free motherfuckers jokes on you oh, uh shit. no so I've been, i got caught up on some of those podcasts um I went back and played a shit ton of Outer Wilds, and Ooh, my god, god damn, my god, that game is special. Yeah. So this episode, y'all, is going to be about our, our our year so far. So we'll come back to Outer Wilds because we definitely have to fucking talk about yeah. that shit. And I, um, it's, a, it's a game that like I just wanted to have some like really nice chunks of time to like just be in that game, and so I was able to do that this week just a little bit more. So dope. pretty much a low key week, nothing too exciting, just like. Uh, Checking off that list, man. This is that drought. The post-D3 drought is a real struggle. Yeah, we've got until, like, late August. I mean, technically, Mario Maker comes out in two days, and a lot of people are hyped for that. We've got until late August. And then you've got <laughs> Fire Emblem in July. You've we've also got... until got, late August. You've got... Uh, Samurai, Sh- Samurai Showdown just came out. Samurai Showdown just came out. You've also got Mar- uh, Ultimate Alliance that comes out end of July. Okay. And August, mid August is control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've got until mid August until like big, not big, but like bigger, um, more. I mean, there's a very large cult following that would argue Fire Emblem deserves a little bit more respect. Is control? There's a large cult following that likes Nintendo. Gonna be Game Pass? 
Yeah, Control no. is not. Oh, okay. I think so. I mean, nope. maybe eventually. I could see that being migrated over pretty quickly. Sure, yeah. Remedy has a history. And uh, it seems to be proven that Fallout titles and Metro titles end up on Game Pass pretty quickly. Um, that game looks my, really cool. I went paintballing with Ryan. Don't know why he didn't bring that up on Sunday. Because I didn't fun. get to finish and you moved on to Bobby. You, yeah. You? Nope. Wasn't done. Okay. Hang on. Let me start. Sarge, what, what did you do this week? Because you said nothing. And then nothing I was, after that. I was, I was talking and then we Go made on. a joke. And then I got ignored. Go on. Um, no, we went paintballing on Sunday with, uh, it was me, Caleb, and about six other people. We ended up playing for four hours. Uh, it was a really good time. Um, we played uh, on a couple old western maps. We played uh, some D-Day. So we got to... Uh, <clears throat> me and Caleb were in the bunker the first round, so, which was kind of cool. Tried to take everybody out. And I got taken out on a technicality. It's not very cool. Yeah, you should have <laughs> really shot it. his ass to see what happened. I was really butthurt about it. But it was a good time. Caleb... <laughs> Caleb slid into some lava rock that was out in the middle of an open field. Ooh, y'all really want to see it? Weird. Hold on. <laughs> oh yeah. Looks okay. like you pissed off a kitten. Oh no, it's there wasn't a good representation. It's Big deep and dark. Kitten. It's deep and dark. Are you talking about Ryan? Or are you talking about your your cut? I was talking about my butthole. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was all worth it for Eric's fucking face. That took Whoa. a turn. <laughs> yeah, Eric's like, Whoa. Did you say turd? It took a turn to turn <laughs> the other Slide into my BMs. <laughs> oh, God. Guys, the slide into my fucking, BMs. Let's might just be the start over. We just got to start over the show. Yeah. <laughs> Sarge, what else happened? God damn it. Let's get through the, the very beginning of our show. Th- that's it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you felt hurt because you started to get a little butt hurt earlier. Yeah, um, I went paintballing with Sarge on Sunday. Uh, Sketch Sawyer was also there. He's been on the show. Uh, he's a friend of the show, some will say. Um, Monday, I had an interview with Edward Jones. Felt like a stuffed fucking envelope for that uh, interview because I had to wear a suit. And that's, if anybody knows me, that's you not wore my, a, that's You not wore my a suit job. to paintball? And then, uh, <laughs> and then after that, uh, I had another meeting that actually has some uh, things that might pertain to this podcast and this ne- this this network, <laughs> this <coughs> blog. But I'll update you more tomorrow after the next meeting. I don't want to talk about. I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth or whatever the colloquialism is for that. Um, the last couple of days have literally just been recovery because my body is so fucking sore from paintball. I compacted my sternum. And so radial motion forwards and backwards with my shoulders uh, makes it hard to breathe. My leg is bruised as fuck from sliding into a lava rock for some dumb reason. Um, (laughs) I literally pulled the trigger so much that when I worked on Monday, doing this fucking hurt. (laughs) I was like, man, I fired so many paintballs on Sunday that my trigger fingers is a little sore. Do you have your your own gun or did you... Rent a no, so this place that we go in Williamson called Wildcat, shout out to them because it's worth it. They charge $25 for four hours, 500 rounds, and a gun of their own. And so Got it's a single it. fire gun. If it was a you know rapid fire, my fingers wouldn't be so sore. But single fire gun, uh, 500 rounds of paint. Tried to buy a smoke grenade, but they didn't have any. So I don't think. Ryan, do you have your own paintball gun or do you rent as well? I don't. 
I got smoke. I, I rent. Um, we were going to, well, like when you used to play, uh, we were going to buy guns, but I think if we start doing this more often, Mark, you're going to buy some guns. I've got, uh, I've got my own gun, and it's well worth the investment. Yeah. Because you get that. I at least need to get a mask because those masks sucked. Yeah, like, their masks were fog machines. Yeah. Once I wish I could have been there, man. I'm so bummed. I, got, I had serious FOMO going on, man. Once you get yeah. to play paintball with the extended trigger and you could just like that and just we had, empty. We played with a couple guys that were just yeah. like, hey, I'm a painter. Just let me, <laughs> yep. Let me yep. Get that we literally called the guy Sherwin Williams. <laughs> we literally called the guy Sherwin Williams. Going after uh, Sherwin Williams first, we all knew who he was talking about. Um, dope. So, yeah, this week we're talking about uh, our year so far. And so what that means is, you know, games, news, things we're excited about going into the end of the year, things we're excited about that we've played so far this year. Um but before that, we're going to start off with a little bit of news. There's not a ton. I didn't pull a ton of news because I knew this was going to be mostly about talking about current-ish events. Um, and I don't want to go super deep into these. Like, There's not really a reason to... One of them is more of the same, which sucks. One of them is obvious as fuck, and the other one is actually a little surprising. So we'll start with the surprise. EA executives gave up their 2019 performance bonuses, which is good, because... How you get, mm, man? Something's super wrong about letting go of a bunch of employees, a bunch of employees, and then your fucking execs getting bonuses. Yeah, I'll did so well and cut the team down yeah, by Coca-Cola so much. Coca-Cola took sugar Here's out of some of their sodas too, but you know, here we are. So what? That's like Coke, Coke bragging Coke. about like not fucking having sugary drinks as they have diet soda. We didn't take a fucking <laughs> bonus. Like, right. good for you. Like, good on you, buds. Like, yeah. Would you have taken it if we didn't write an article about how shitty you were? Absolutely, they would have. <laughs> Absolutely, they would have. But because they were in the uh, the uh, public's eye right now, they were like, "We have enough money. It would probably be pretty cool of us to." They not didn't. Take these. Yo, they didn't They're take a bonus. They took a surprise donation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they took the bonus, and then before the news got out, they were like, "We should give this back. We should give this back." Those fucking assholes, not loot yeah. boxes. Surprise mechanics. Surprise mechanics. Oh, that was the, that was fuck. that oh, was God, the oh, other God, thing. Oh God, we triggered him. <laughs> that was what it was from Jeez, the other nice. podcast. Here we go. So the surprise <laughs> yeah. mechanics. I understand where they were going with that. They're no different, and the point they were trying to make, and I'm 100% oh. going to play devil's advocate here, no, is okay. they are no different than blind bags that I have bought my daughter thousands of dollars of. Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. Baseball cards. They're no different. You go into the store, you buy a deck of cards, you don't know if you're, gonna, you're paying, you're giving somebody a transaction for a physical object that may or may not contain something you already have. That's a loot box. That's a loot box. They said they weren't loot boxes. They were surprise mechanics, homie. It's a still a surprise mechanic because you're surprised on what's inside the fucking blind bag. But, but the first half of that statement is not discounted by the second half Anthem's of that statement. fucking story. I wonder if that's where they put their bonuses. That's that's where they did put their bonus. That's what the that's what your that's what your partner Ben or whatever. What was the bald guy that ended up being bad in Anthem? Yeah, I just spoiled it. What was that guy's name? <laughs> exactly. He was your surprise mechanic. Because he was your mechanic, and there was a plot twist in the story. Man. Fucking Anthem, breaking my heart still. God <laughs> damn it. Hey, but EA's going to support game. it for seven to ten years. That's what my hairline said, too, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you 
he's hot on the trigger, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so uh, bu- I'm so bummed about that. God damn it, man! Like every time I see that game, I just get so sad. I uninstalled it last week. I oh finally took God. the plunge. I, just, I was like, you know what? I get so sad. So I have so dirty. much hard drive space that I don't install it. But like, you don't own it. <laughs> I think I do. No, you had the demo from EA Access. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I don't know. That's how much I didn't care about that game. <laughs> we played that game hard for a week. I, I'm serious, man. Like that game has. I, I hope they don't give up on it. It's got some really, really, really like for as fucked up as that beginning was for that game. Like what? How that game came to be. To come out as good as it was is still a fucking triumph. And the me- there's some mechanics there that are so damn good. Well, so like, what you're arguing is that it's got really good bones. It's got great bones. I just hope that those T-Rex has had great bones, but God gave up on them, so... Yo, but they were the best for a few years, and I only need a few years of one game, man. Okay. I can't even fucking juggle what I got right now. So you want another game? Come <laughs> confused. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm so confused I didn't say confused right. I'm confused. Uh, no, I just think that, like... They need to shit or get off the pot with that one. I and think like, they already shat. They shat. I think they... we want them to flush and fix it. Well, the problem yeah. is, is their legs are numb at this point, and they can't stand yeah, up man. without falling <laughs> into the. They can't stand up without falling into I the mean, fucking wall it, in front of it's them. So. so true. It's so true. Like I, I think that, that that might be like one of the biggest disappointments this generation for me. And I and I hate to say that I really do. Like I've battled with like defending that game and trying to be a, val- a loud voice that they can change and. And I'm, I'm, like, finally okay to, like, wipe the egg off my face and just be super fucking sad that they didn't get it done. Yeah, it's a bummer. And we'll see if they end up putting out content that uh, saves it. Puts it back atop the waters instead of sinking rapidly. Um, Second news thing that is more of the same that I said um, is we got an article out of Kotaku about Treyarch and taking advantage of their QA teams while making Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Um, it's a deep read. I'll throw it on the on the episode. I don't know. Does anybody have a comment about this? Like, we were talking about this beforehand uh, a little bit to clue you guys in on some of the pre-show antics we got into um, about whether or not it's possible for a big company to to work properly. I, I think the argument got a little uh, diluted because we were starting to argue like, can you make everybody happy? And like. I realize now that wasn't exactly the argument. And I think the, the better argument is, like, can you run a company where you don't take advantage of somebody, where you don't take advantage of teams? There um, we go. And that's absolutely possible. 100% and, agree um, with that sentiment. And yeah. the fact that so many companies are coming out as not being on the good side of that line is discouraging, yes. But it's still a minority of companies, right? We have probably, what, 10 in the last year? That have gotten outed for malpractice in terms of handling employees. Maybe work. ten in the last year for sure. And it's I the mean, usual suspects, right? It's yeah, the people you would assume that it was. It's the big greasy motherfuckers, yep. the ones that you you hear it and go, "Oh yeah." Like I, the, I, just now hearing about Call of Duty is genuinely a surprise. But when I heard it was Call of Duty, I was like, "Oh, that makes total I, sense." Yeah, it took them longer having, to find out, but yeah. I was having some technical difficulties when you guys were getting into the thick of that conversation earlier, and. Like, yeah, I, here's my thoughts, man. I just, I'm tired of having to read articles like this about things that are happening without, like, a whole lot of discussion. At least bigger than, like, art. This is probably not as a widespread discussion in the gaming, like, out, like the, the rings of the gaming community, in my opinion. Like, I think that we're close to it. I think we care about it. I think we got a lot of compassion. 
And I think that we are at a point where we like really view the sacredness of video games and the experiences that we want from them. And so now we're crossing over into a bit of a, uh, obligation, if you would, or responsibility and accountability on wanting those people who give us those experiences to be treated fairly. And I think that, uh, a lot of discussion on unionization again is, is back at the fucking forefront again. And that's, another situation that we got to look into yeah i think it's i think you could draw a line to the way that corporations in america um were treating their employees up through the late 80s early 90s and into the early 2000s right and then there all of a sudden there was right. this renaissance of people taking care of their employees and yielding better results and i think the maturity curve from a video game industry we're starting to get to that point um, where you've got these companies, these giant tech companies that are doing these things to take care of their employees and make sure that they're taken care of. And I think the video game industry is going to start standing up and taking notice because as soon as Amazon and Facebook and these companies start and Google start producing their own publishers and these companies that know how to take care of their employees, I'm not saying these companies are great organizations, but they seemingly outwardly know how to take care of their employees. Everybody that I talk to that works at all three of those organizations loves it. Um, they're, the video game industry is going to, I think, figure it out uh, and actually start taking care of their teams. Just like you know, we brought up in the pre-show Ubisoft, right? Ubisoft always gets voted uh, or has for the, I don't remember what you said, Caleb, like the last 10 years, one of the best places to work in Canada. So that's an example yeah. of somebody doing it right. Somebody who's hired the headcount and not worried necessarily about the bottom line. They're worried about producing work-life balance. Um, yeah. And you work sure. for, you know, Bobby, the company you work for is brilliant at mm-hmm. this. So, yep. I think it's a lot like, I mean, Caleb, you, we talked a lot about this shit when it came to, like, integrity of journalism. We talked a lot about that when we were addressing the leaks and just, like, yeah. the responsibilities that go with it. And then you have stuff like this where, it's it's just shining a light on some of the stuff that you try not to think about too much. Like, I am not a vegetarian. I see a lot of the value in what people's arguments are and why you should be. And, like, I think about that shit sometimes when I'm eating, like, a cheeseburger. I don't think about it all the time, but, like, the mm. thought crosses my mind. Cheeseburger. And, I mean, right. It's great. But at the same time, like, when I'm playing a video game and I'm really having a great time, I'm not thinking in the moment about whose fucking life was destroyed by making this for a period of time. Oof, that's started. I've, done, I've, I've, I've started doing that. And so I think that, like, we're going to get to a point, though, where we we got we got to figure out how these teams are managed, how these people's lives are not impacted, and how we as a gaming community have a bit more empathy, sympathy, and understanding of, like, what goes into, like, our habit. Yeah, Sure. Absolutely. And Sarge, part of this argument was you chiming in that, like, you hadn't worked at places that had taken care of their employees. So, like, that's not... None of this conversation, I think, so far is to discredit the fact that, like, many people in many different industries are having that issue. Right. Um, I had a conversation with Ben earlier this week about why it's amazing to me that the video game industry hasn't become more like the film industry. They're getting there. Uh, in that, like, yeah. there are single studios that make dozens of games rather than unions that are... Like, I think the unionization conversation is confusing to people because they look at film and they're like, film is unionized by trade. And I think games could do that. Like, you could have a not a screenwriter's guild, but you could have a narrative designer's guild. You could have a 
level designers guild and then you could have the unions be like unilateral across work work type yeah and then have the studios in charge be the ones that hire these unions in and so everything would be contract work but you'd all be part of a union which is what the film industry does um yeah and that was i don't know when thinking about it like that was like oh this is super doable it's just it's going to take a tremendous amount of organization that I don't want to really be a part of. I just want to see it work and do be done well. Um, real quick so we can get into the main topic. The last thing, and the, actually the thing that Luigi just in the chat sent me in DM and Discord. Uh, it was already on our list, uh, but great minds think alike. You're absolutely right. Uh, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony have said that if Trump's tariffs through China come into effect... Uh, consumers will pay up to $840 million more for the next generation of systems than they have in the past. And this is because the majority of the supply chain and logistics for building consoles comes from manufacturing in China, and that every system is made with dozens of parts that are super complex, and that making... Yeah, I don't need to belabor it, but it's essentially that if we put all these this 25% tariff on things coming from China, it's going to make <clears throat> gaming... Uh, console buying much much more expensive if not uh, for us directly definitely for the developer for the for the companies making the hardware um, it, which I can't imagine that doesn't trickle down you have to divide your 840 million by units sold one right so that's that's not really anything besides the point right now two I'm not looking at this as anything but a posturing move and I don't think it's going to happen so. Sure, and I'm trying to see like what the current tariff is that we have on because I mean there's a pretty decent one already to begin with. Uh, yeah, and it's not it's not a uh, I don't remember I don't want to say the number, uh, but the other thing is too is you've got to draw a line somewhere with China on the 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 just blatant theft of IP um, and things like that. Yeah, totally. So, um, so it's it's a posturing move. We'll, see more coming out of g20 this week uh as that gets for sure ramped up so i don't think necessarily i'm not one i'm not qualified enough to talk about it beyond that um but yeah 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 and you know if you you can try and do loose math and say 840 million dollars more take that with 150 million dollar 150 million consoles that were sold how much money is that per person that they have to? Yeah, it, they, like that's something you can do the math on, but it's all speculative. So, right. The more uh, the more pressing thing there is the the potential job loss across the Americas for that. I think is the thing that stood out to me in that article more than anything. Right. Um, sure. Is that's where it really hurts? Is okay. Now we're fucking with people's livelihoods. Um, same argument we have with the loot boxes, right? Um, sorry, surprise mechanics. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I didn't see it in the in the, the news articles really quick. I just want to bring it up because it's uh, impacting a lot of the community. Um, but Etika passing away. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's pretty pretty big deal. Who? Uh, he was a YouTuber that covered a lot of Nintendo content. Oh. He uh, had been struggling with some mental illness and unfortunately uh, took that in a... Off- Damn. Yeah, so they, they found him. Uh, I want to say, was it an, 
What? Somewhere, somewhere over in New York, they found his body. He jumped off of a bridge, apparently, and lost some of his belongings. And uh, super sad, and going to be insensitive to that situation. But just want to throw it out there. Like I know that he had a huge community of people. If you are a listener that enjoyed his content, um, really sorry for the loss that you guys are having. And uh, if you are somebody who is is going through a hard time, like please seek out the proper resources that are out there to to help you navigate that. Yeah. Also, like, I know it sucks, and you don't think anybody cares, and you don't want to be a burden, but people care, and reach out to your friends and your family. Uh, yeah. Yes. Shit's, shit's tough. Um, so that's it for news. Um, it's kind of a slow week. It's, it's, you'll notice, if you haven't noticed already, um, as being a gamer or a fan of games, after E3, both game releases and game news slows to a grinding halt yeah, and man. it gets a little bit of a, a little bit a little bit boring a little bit dull and that's fine that's why you got us to come up with fun shit to talk about and so this week we wanted to talk about a well first we wanted to catch up with with eric and figure out how he'd been but aside from that we wanted to get catch you guys up with like our favorites and and bobby you were the one that suggested this and i don't want to butcher it but uh yeah you you said we're we're halfway to the the game of the year conversation um and so it will be worth giving people a progress report of what we've encountered so far and what's on that list for so many of us so and we talked about like sharing uh what we're like most anticipated for the next six months like that too what's what's left like what are we really excited for to finish off the year 2019 yeah, and this is going to run in concurrence with a behind-the-scenes meeting that we're going to have sometime this week where we do the same thing. We talk about what you guys have been able to see us do on the podcast and then what we want to do for the next six months as 2019 comes to a close uh, and looking forward to you know doing another Twitch St. Louis meetup, all that stuff. So while we're you know updating you guys and encouraging you guys to be playing stuff and experiencing stuff, we are also uh, encouraging each other to, to build out and you know do more with what we've got here. But that being said, um, I guess I want I, I kind of want to start this, but yeah, um, I have had a pretty good year uh, when it comes to games. I'm still digging through U, uh, Ubisoft's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, literally the longest it's ever taken me to beat an Assassin's Creed game. Um, but that notwithstanding, outside of that, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League, and I know that there's not like a game of the year argument for Rocket League, but there is always that award at the Game Awards for best ongoing multiplayer game, and I think Rocket League deserves to be up there this year. Um, Their passes have been phenomenal. This Radical Summer thing that's like 20... They're not 20, but it's like 10 or 12 weeks worth of content that changes every three or four weeks. Super good. Um, So I I guess what we should do is... Let's start with like our top three. And we can talk about them from there. So I'm going to go with Rocket League for ongoing. Um, Outer Wilds is absolutely in the running for my game of the year. Just because of the incredible experience that it is. And I'll let Bobby get through his list before we start diving deep into that. But fuck, guys, that game. Ugh. And then... um, Shit, I don't know if I have a number three even. So far this year... Do we have a list? We should have pulled up a list. Do we have a list of what's been come out this year so far? Uh, I mean, I think you'll find it more curated to, like, here's our top games. Like, I don't think there's, like, a definitive... I mean, I'm sure there is. You can look at Metacritic. That'll go back for some releases. 
I got a list that I'm putting up in the Discord. Or in nope. our, it's not, I think it's what's left of the year, not what's gotcha. already out. Um, I'm just trying to think of what else I've been playing a lot of. Basically, the year so far for me is indie. Then that's because most of the large titles come out in the fall. Um, nothing came out this spring that was as massive as God of War for me or Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, the last two springs have been really big. Uh, when you had the Nintendo Switch in March, Breath of the Wild, and you had Horizon Zero Dawn uh, right around that time also. Like, yep. spring was massive two years ago and then this past year. And then, quite frankly, it's been a little, a little stale com- comparatively to those two years especially. Yeah, and I think it's because we were... Oh, fuck, Apex. Apex has to be up there, for sure. Um, it's mostly because we were, I think, banking on... So I just posted... Sorry, Caleb. Uh, I just posted yeah. in the chats the Game Informer slash 2019 link, which has all releases for 2019 starting in January. Dope. So. Dope. Um, I think it's because in the spring we were really banking on a couple of the games being wide hits that ended up being either... Uh, relatively small market hits or absolute failures. Like Anthem fell flat on its face. And we talked about this in the beginning of the show. Um, And then like Sekiro, which was shortly after Anthem, was very good, but had a much smaller audience than I think many people were thinking. This is Um, a soul-style game. It's a soul-style game. So like, I don't think many people actually expected it to have a huge release. But like, I don't think we've gotten a lack of good games. I just think we've gotten a lack of big... Everybody has to fucking pay attention to this games. Um, that being said, my indie experience this year has been fucking great. Far Alone Sales was incredible. For sure. Um, Katana Zero is incredible. Mm-hmm. Outer Wilds is incredible. Like, indie remains the reason why I love video games. And the large AAA stuff that lands is also up there for sure. But when it comes to, like, finding a thing to do because I love games, it's almost always an indie experience. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. What are you, uh, what are you looking forward to in the next six months? Like, what's your number one? Hmm. Well, I want to know what your number one is, and I want yeah. to know, like, what your, your outlier, like, your sleeper hit is. My sleeper hit is for sure Control. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't think that Remedy has the clout to demand attention for a release yet like Alan Wake was good but it was it had a cult following um Bobby move your head never mind it stopped um Alan Wake was good but it had a cult following um Quantum Break was super good but had a cult following um Max Payne 3 was very good but I still don't think it had as many people that played that game as should have um so Control is one of those games that like I'm very excited for because A, it's them again. Right. But B, what I've heard from like the story and where it's set. Like you play in, a, yeah. in an organization called The Oldest House, which is fucking. That's such a good name. And I'm absolutely poaching from Waypoint right now because they talked about it and had the same reaction. But it just sounds like it's so interesting. And I don't like horror stuff or creepy stuff, genuinely. And I'm super excited for that. So that's my sleeper. Um,. What's the number one I'm most excited for this fall? I have to say Breakpoint. Like, it's a cheap answer, probably. But, like, Ghost Recon was so much fun for me and several people that I played it with that Breakpoint taking all of the things from that game and making them more dialed down. Not back, not dialed back, but dialing it down to, like, a specific experience is what I felt like uh, Wildlands needed. Wildlands needed to feel like it was trying to make a point about something. 
Yeah. And uh, Breakpoint feels like it's going right for that. Wildlands felt like you were the Hydra agents that they were trying to find in Civil War. Yeah, it felt like such a weird game. To you were a bunch of super soldiers running around terrorizing a country. Yeah. It's not far-reaching at all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was sure. fun. It was. I mean, it made me give way more of a shit than I ever had about that series. Ever. Sure. What's the? Okay, I'm going to add one more question. What's the game coming out this fall that you're surprised that you're interested in? For me, it's fucking Modern Warfare. I'm very interested in yeah. that game, and I yeah. haven't been interested That's in Call of really Duty for fair. a long time. Um. Yeah, like that trailer played right before E3, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I kind of fuck with this." And I love the idea that they're doing what Watchmen is doing in HBO, where they're taking all the characters and remixing the story. So you're going to get Price, and we're probably going to get Soap and Ghost and Roach again, but they're all going to be in a different setting. And it's going to act like Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3 didn't happen. Like, I love that, like, fresh reset, chopped and screwed idea. Um, yeah, that. so yeah, the the the... First half of the year, give me your top three. Second half of the year, give me your sleeper hit, most anticipated, and the thing you're most surprised to be actually interested in. All right, um, hang on. One that'll second. wrap it so up for me. Who wants? What, what's you're, up? You're doing. Uh, what was the breakdown again? Oh yeah. So my three for this year so far: are Apex, Outer Wilds, and Rocket League. I feel like Rocket League's a cop out because it didn't come out this year. And then yeah, you were saying that you want to know what uh, the most anticipated is. What else do we do? Yes. So, most anticipated. Did you forget about um, uh, Division 2, kid? Fuck. Yeah. yeah, replace Rocket League with Div 2. Okay. Most anticipated. Sure. Uh, most anticipated. Outlier. Um, outlier and... Mm, I don't know surprise, how to word surprise this. Surprise you care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bobby. I don't. Do you have a headphone cord in your head in your headphones? Again, that can come out. No. Weird. Don't. It got bad recently. Like it's done it like three times. But before that, I'm trying not to press the cord as much. I'll try and because I was typing (laughs) on my keyboard. Yeah. Sit absolutely still. Don't move. Type like a marionette. Um. But uh, yeah, who else? The over, the over, uh, fucking doing the breaststroke or whatever it's called. Um, The doggy breast. That sounds like a. That sounds like a dish. Mm. I I mean, it is somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah. So we've got most anticipated outlier surprise. Yes, most anticipated outlier surprise. The top Um, three of the year. Top three of the year. So those are mine. One of y'all motherfuckers go. Brian, um, yeah. Bring us my home. most most anticipated is uh, Gears Five because okay. I haven't played a Gears sure. in a very very long time, and I think I'm gonna pick that one back up. It looks looks really good. Yeah, and uh, I feel like that's another multiplayer that I'm gonna be able to jump back into. And I super love the escape it. mode that they've shown off too. Yeah. I don't. I don't know sure. if I like the whole three three person thing. I mean, what just, the fuck is that? They're, Why? They're taking, my, they're taking my friends away. What the hell? Am I supposed to have no friends? Is that what well, they're teach me as adults? Gears Four was three player co op too. Yeah, but they had and not four player, and I was like, "Why?" They had four on four online though. Yeah, so, I mean, well, Escape is, I guess, a offshoot, and it stands on its own. 
It's well, it's like I a horde know. mode, just a different horde mode. Yeah. So, but no, but, uh, Gears, Gears is definitely up there. Yeah, I'm super excited for that one. Um, my surprise is Modern Warfare, just because I, I haven't played Modern Warfare or any Call of Duties in a long, long time, except for I played the the newest one just a, a few times with the uh, battle royale and maybe some zombies. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the the I guess kind of remake of Modern Warfare and bringing that back. Um, and then my sleeper. Uh, it's probably going to be Borderlands. Okay. Because I'm not 100% excited for it, but, I mean, you never know. So, uh, that's kind of all I got. No, I, oh, you, oh, and then, then I have my three for this year. What's up? I was going to ask about Borderlands, because I've got a few people I've been talking to that, with a lot of the shit that's happened with Randy Pitchford and all that bullshit, that's really, like, caused them not to be super excited for... Yeah. No, I'm not. Game. I'm not punishing the team because of Randy Pitchford's asinine no, behavior. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm saying that like that is a definite real thing, though. Like, yeah, I get it. I understand, people. but I'm not punishing the people who we talked about at the top of this hour because one oh, yeah. fucking person at their organization uh, is yeah. an is, that, is is an asset. Is that why it's a sleeper for you, Ryan, or is it just so you don't really care about the the series? I played Borderlands 2. It just it took me it took a lot for me to really really get into it. So I, that's okay. kind of what I'm expecting out of this next one, just because my experience wasn't all I wanted it to be. So. And I agree <laughs> with Eric on on this one too. By the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I don't. My, yeah. Sorry. And in my top games this year, I only got two: is Apex and Division. Because I mean, I think those are the only two that have come out this year that I cared about. Um. Sure. But. But but the bad thing is with like division and games just like division I I get stuck behind everybody else and it really really affects how I want to play these games so division I was playing in everybody else's games and I didn't get my campaign taken care of for the longest time and so it's it was just a big mix of like there's a storyline here I don't know what's going on but everybody's like oh don't worry about the story just play the games like I mean at, at some point you got to like the story you know yep. and and then I'm like, oh, I can do tears now. And it's like, all right, I don't even care about the tears anymore. Cause that was my biggest problem I'll, with Borderlands is that, like, the story was never interesting enough to keep me playing. And the gameplay got pretty repetitive. The story uh, of Borderlands 2 was great. Yeah, I didn't play Borderlands 2. Oh. Well, but, yeah, okay. Borderlands 1, yeah. yeah, yeah. Borderlands 1 was like, Bleh. I played Borderlands 2 for about eight hours. And then I just didn't have any way to play with, so... But that's it for me, right. Eric. Okay, Eric, what do you want to do, man? I, uh... Oh, my God. I, uh... I'm trying... I'm looking over the lists of all the games that have come out this year, and I'm just... I'm hard-pressed to find things. I, I'm realizing now that I have not played that many games this year. Nobody... I don't think anybody in the group right now has had the... To Kayla's point earlier, the, the God of War experience this year. Yeah, I... It, no, no, it's not even that. I'm just I'm I'm looking at the list of things that have come out, and I've I I, I guess my sleeper hit for the year would be Game Pass because that's keeping me um, in the game, right? Yeah. Um, so to speak. That's cheating. Sorry. Well, no, no. I'm 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 going to give you actual games. Okay. I'm just I'm just looking over this list of things, and I can pick. I will have to say Apex and Division by default because just from hours played and things done. Um, those will be it. I would love. To, I think I'm right there with Bobby. I would love to say that. Um, 
I would love to say Anthem, but bleh, can't, uh, yeah. I can't, I can't say, say that. that. And then I'm trying to find something else that I've played that came out this year, right? Because I blitzed through the Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition uh, when I bought that back in January, just because I love that game. I love Tales games. Uh, I might go play Metro Exodus now that it's on Game Pass. Um, but coming out, I've you heard, know, I've heard pretty good stuff. Yeah, coming out this fall, uh, it's gonna be. Um, oh, I mean, I'm absolutely fucking loving Void Bastards right now. I'm using my yep. Game Pass Ultimate subscription to check that out on PC. Um, and it's <coughs> sorry, I didn't catch the mic mute before yeah. I coughed. Yeah, yeah no worries. Um, I guess. Coming out, it's going to 100% be Borderlands for me because I absolutely love that franchise and anything that has loot in it and re- you know repetitive mechanics like that, I'm all about. Um, Call of Duty, I agree with. Um, as kind of the thing that I did not expect to be excited about. Bobby, we're really... I'm not even moving this time. I know. Have you gone into your Discord settings and fucked around with the, the mic? Did I haven't you changed anything it since we've been recording. Yeah, uh, you should go in and see if you can go use like legacy settings or something. See if it'll go back and revert to an older. Uh, and then I will say the uh, the outer wilds or the outer worlds. Oh, for anticipated, yeah. most anticipated. Yeah, I uh, I am oh, wow. I am really looking forward to that game for some reason. It looks. A lot of fun. Oh, I mean, it's uh, the Bioshock. Yeah. Bioshock. 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 It's right there. Is with that the it's new the, like? Is the... that the new store for them? The Bioshock. <laughs> yes. It's the uh, it's the Bioshock uh, Fallout game that we haven't gotten that we've always needed. Yep. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. It looks great. Uh, guys, I don't know what to do about audio outside of like dropping out, coming back. Well, it stopped, so we, we, we know. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of other games coming out this fall, like Gears and shit like that. But like I said, it's I'm excited about this fall, which is more so than I've been for a long time um, because of what Game Pass is doing. Like, I'm not having to look and put away, you know, okay, here's you know five, six bucks a paycheck um, yeah, sure. to get ready for the, the fall purchases. Um you know, I'm literally going to be able to say, oh, oh, Game Pass, this is great. Which Outer Wilds or Outer Worlds is Game Pass. Gears is Game Pass. Um, I, Outer Wilds is also Game Pass. Outer Wilds is also Game Pass. Um, I tried that game. I, It's awesome. I, I totally see what you guys are into it. Just not my type of not my type of game. Yo, it's fucking hard. No, no, it's not even that it's hard. It's just I, I got kicked out of the computer lab once when I was a kid because I threw a mouse at the screen because Mist pissed me off. Um <laughs> So I just, yeah, this game in for you, homie. Yep. So I was like, oh, this is this looks really fun, cool storyline, you know, everything else. Oh, it's kind of like mist in space. Not, nah, I'm out. I'm gonna fucking break my monitor. It's not happening. I had anger issues. Somebody start talking. Uh, hi. I've got that shit hi, under Bobby. control. Bobby, what's uh, yours, homie man? All right. So, as far as my top three this year. Uh, that is going to be Cadence of Hyrule, Outer Wilds, yep. Void Bastards. Those are my top three. Um, my most anticipated, I'm going to ask for a little grace here. I'm, I got I got it down to three, but one, we already talked about control. Um, yeah. 
So Link's Awakening is probably my most anticipated game for the year. And then uh, a close second to that right now is uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Really looking forward to those two games. Uh, cannot wait to have what's going on. All the uh, controversy out there is not keeping me from being excited for that Pokemon game. Uh, sure. And then my outlier is The Outer Worlds. Um, I think this game's going to be pretty fucking fantastic, but it has all the makings to like be a little wonky and... Uh, I hope it's polished and ready to go, but I'm, I'm mostly excited, but I am a little cautious about that. Sure. And uh, surprised that I care, uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Um, I'm, I'm actually That's a good really, call. really excited for that, and I was pretty much done with that game Yep. after Forsaken came out, and I recently went back to Forsaken and had a really good time the few times I've played it. And uh, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying the content that they have there now. And all the stuff I'm reading, uh, the interview that Luke Smith did with Giant Bomb, uh, all the stuff that they're, they're, they're bringing into the, the Shadow Keep, the free-to-play Destiny Light or whatever that is, like all that stuff sounds really good. And I hope yeah. that this is like their first big thing post-Activision, and I hope that we see more of this side of Bungie again. And uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it. So I, I am going to be picking that up. Yeah, for sure. That's a good. That's a good call. That's a good call. So, like, of the games that have stood out, stood out. Good lord, what is wrong with my body right now? Of the games that have stood out to all you guys, um, I think the only ones that are Apex was mentioned in three. Yep. Um, Outer Wilds was mentioned in two. So, like, what what <clears throat> about the games you've played this year has made them stand out? Um, and to illustrate what I'm looking for out of this question, I'll go uh, first again and talk about Outer Wilds. Because, like, the the things that I look for in games genuine genuinely change between games. Like, I will adapt my expectations based on what I'm playing. Assassin's Creed has a specific set of stealth expectations, which Odyssey did not meet. Um... Destiny has, uh, the shooters have a specific set of, like, story expectations, which I know is definitely not a thing all the time, and then there's the weird outliers like Apex and PUBG that are like, no, I don't want story at all, I just want unique experiences every time I sit down behind the controller, um, but when it comes to being completely taken off guard, uh, it's games like fucking Outer, Outer Wilds, like, that game... And I, I know the two of you up top won't be able to talk about this a ton, Sarge and Eric, so we'll make this quick. But Bobby, that game's fucking incredible. And, like, without giving anything away, it's a game about trying to solve or stop or maybe stop the end of the universe that you live in. Um, or, I guess, the solar system you live in. And... It, fuck, dude. Like, the first time... So you play through, and you're like... I'm trying to figure out what now? So you leave the planet after talking to a bunch of people for forever. And when you leave, there's a bunch of planets in the solar system. The solar system's all artistically represented to the point where, like, it's so small you could walk around the world in about ten minutes. Um, they're real small planets. Where, like, the planets are like this, and the trees stand up, like, this high off the surface of the planet. Uh, it's really interestingly put together, and uh, and then you fucking die, 
and then the game's like, you didn't solve it though, and that's without giving anything away. Um, the game's like, okay, try again. Uh, and the first time that fucking happened, I was like, what the fuck? Because I thought it was just a normal ass like solve the mystery, and instead it's like, no, you've got to solve the mystery, and you've got a timer now that's inv- invisible. Like, it's not a countdown, but you can notice signs. And there are things that happen at different points in time in the fucking loop that you have to be there at a specific moment. Fuck, man, the whole thing is just this really well-put-together series of puzzles that are all on a clock. Yeah, man, I think it, it borrows a lot of DNA from Mist, as Eric mentioned. Uh, I think it also has some DNA from Firewatch. Sure. Uh, I get that vibe quite a bit from it. And uh, you got some of those time loop Groundhog's Day elements going on there with it. But it is a game that is very punitive if you don't follow what you need to. And it's also a game that is incredibly rewarding uh, in the, the moments that you don't expect it. And I think it's a really great... Like, I, f- I found myself at night, like, before bed playing that game. And it's just been, like, one of my favorite games to unwind with. And uh, you're, like, kind of in this weird sleep state. And then you find, like, some ancient text or something. And you just go down this rabbit hole. And it's all about, like, some of the things that made me love Minecraft so much was you would just be going out and you'd come across, like, this chasm. And you go down it. And that turns into a bunch of other shit. And it's just this idea of, like, what's next? What's around this corner? Like, if I just push this a little bit further, I've got half a tank of oxygen. I have no business going here, but I just want to fucking do it because I know I'm going to die. And I can come back where I'm at with that knowledge and then go a little bit further each time. There's so much reward in that, but there's also a ton of frustration. Have you found the quantum moon yet? Yeah. yeah. Have you landed on it? Uh, I haven't landed on it, but uh, I... I can tell you that that game has surprised me in ways that I have not been surprised in games in some time. Yeah. The Quantum Moon, and I, I can't give away the uh, the trick to it, but there's a, there's a stone uh, that exists in this universe that when you're looking at it, it stays still. But if you look away from it, it moves. And so it plays a lot like the Joker in uh, Arkham Knight, where like you look at it and then you turn around and you look back and it's not there. And then you turn back where you were, and it's right there. Um, it doesn't act on you at all. But it moves if you're not looking at it. And so there's a moon that's made of that rock. And Ben and I both thought the game was broken. We are like, oh, look, this planet has a moon. I'm going to fly to it. And then we let it leave our sight, and the moon's fucking gone. Yeah. <laughs> and the moon just dances around the fucking sky, around this, this, this solar system. And there's a trick to figure out how to land on it. Um, but you're in a rover. You're in a rover-style craft that's you know got crab legs. So to land, the viewport literally has to look away from the surface of the planet so that it can land. And so, like, if you try to land regularly, the planet will disappear. And you're like, well, fuck. How do I fucking figuring out how to land on that was. Ah. Uh, and the whole planet's fucking weird. The whole planet's fucking weird. It's got a lot of stuff from the game The Witness, if y'all played that game at all. I think there's a little bit of The Witness in that as well. Sure, sure. Yeah, a lot of uh, DNA of that, like, open-world puzzle-solving mm-hmm. shit. It's a super special game. Like, Eric, I totally get where you're coming from with it not being for you. Like, uh, the guys from the Casual Hour, we've been talking about it a little bit as well. And I can, I can say that it's a game that I think 
might even be really enjoyed, more enjoyed uh, if you watch just like a, a run through on YouTube of somebody like doing that story because it's a really fucking cool story. I've been watching people stream it. Um, yeah, man. And I'm enjoying watching it. It's just not. There are games I like um, Doki Doki Literature Club. I've watched 7,000 yeah. people no. No. stream that, but I'm never going to play it. Um, you know, I think that's. You know, we've talked about it before. I think that's one of the best things about Twitch, right? Is I can experience these things um, and not have to uh, actually do them. A great streamer I follow named Zephyria. Uh, during the day, who streams all types of stuff I've never played, but I love watching her play it. Uh, sure. Like Detroit Become Human, I watched her entire playthrough of that game uh, and loved every minute of it. Um, I still really want to play that game. I think the way that people talk about end of the, uh, the Curse of the Oberdin last year, that's how people will probably talk about Wild, Outer Wilds this year. Mm-hmm. I, think, yeah, I think it's sure. going to be a darn, like It's going to carry that, that uh, Firewatch crew. I think it's going to carry that, that type of gamer yeah uh, it's special. also it's a special game also it's published by fucking annapurna yeah and i'm constantly amazed by how qual how high quality this stuff annapurna puts their name on yeah yep they're great like, it's inc- it's incredible the disappearance of edith finch, edith finch florence outer wilds like the, those three alone mm-hmm. um and there's like six or seven and they just they just they just don't put out bad stuff. Isn't um isn't twelve minutes an Annapurna game? It is. Fuck that game's gonna be good too. <laughs> Shit. I'll I'll say this much like I'm looking ahead at like what I have, uh, in the pipeline for the rest of 2019. Yeah. And I think it's safe for me to say right now that Outer Wilds will, Outer Wilds will be on my list at the end of the year. It's a game that we'll talk about a lot come December. Yeah. I think. Sure. 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 Um, do we, like, I, we should definitely talk about this. I'm trying to figure out how to, like, move into it. So, like, we all love playing multiplayer games, whether they're, uh, cooperative or competitive. I know Bobby has a bent more towards, com- sorry, cooperative, not so much yep. towards competitive. And I know that, uh, Eric Sarge and I both enjoy the competitive edge in things. What's... For the three of us who are into competitive, and Bobby, of course, you're 100% allowed to compete or com- c- participate in this. Um, of the competitive multiplayer games that we've been playing this year, y'all, what is your favorite? Apex. Yeah. Apex? Yeah. As far as like competitive that's the only competitive multiplayer game that's come out. Uh, yes. Well, Div- Division has straight-up competitive multiplayer, and I don't think any of us have played it yet. Uh, yeah, I played a little bit of that. It's very similar to Ghost War in uh, Break in uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, right? Uh, it's 4v4, okay. uh, very tactical. Um, you've got all your skills you know, at your disposal, so it, it really kind of changes the gameplay. But I wouldn't consider that a competitive multiplayer game like Apex, right? I think Apex Apex to me still wins the year just on it's a it's a case study in how to release a game in 2019. It was done perfectly. You guys were talking about leaks yeah. last week. Um every every single one of the leaks that was done was so strategic from a marketing standpoint, from a PR standpoint with that game. 
every yeah, it's like battle royale game from respawn wait it's a titanfall yeah. battle royale every... wait it's gonna be free to play yeah wait it's hey, out here now. It is. yeah so it was fucking good. from 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 shroud and dr disrespect putting their pictures on their instagram posts um you know of their trips to la together to hang out uh to i mean just everything leading up to it uh it was just that's what stands out for me as winning the year is just respawns innovation in how to market and release a game it was just done it was perfect how do you would you guys classify mortal kombat in this yeah this is competitive and it's multiplayer i mean yeah uh i would say apex and mortal kombat 11 yeah are are, are pretty high up there on that list I haven't played any Mortal Kombat, but I'm not a really big fan of fighting games, so I stay away from them most times. That's why I'm a little worried about Bleeding Edge, because, like, Bleeding Edge sounds cool, but melee-based games have to be... They have to be what Bleeding Edge is, essentially. Like, I... Sarge and I played... Sarge, Eric, and I played a fuck ton of For Honor together when it came out. That game was so good. That game was only good if you played it in private match, and if you played it in private match, you didn't get... Any credit. No, that game was if you played the not the four player mode, it was fun. anything without gear stats. If you played anything but conquest, yeah, yeah. it was great. Um, like the, the duel, the duel and solo. Yeah, sorry, the the duel and uh, like threes was yeah. super good. Yeah, I man, I hated whenever you had those one v one duels and then like somebody else won theirs and then they'd come over and double team you. I was like, come on, man, you. It's yeah. it's an honor game. Let's go. Like let's just one v one this shit. Yeah. If I win, then I'll fight you too. Like come on. Yeah. Honestly, I, the most I, fun I, so I had with people. that game was with like six people online standing in a circle in a private match, yep. and two people getting into the middle and going, fight. And then Odin and then, just and then the winner taking on the next. person. Odin just using the spin move, over and over and over and over and over and over. Oh, and the over drop and over to your and knees and spin over around over. as a Viking. Yeah. 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 Fuck that move. It was so dumb. We were all like, yo, <laughs> stop fucking exploiting and start trying to learn the game. Yep. I got really good with the Shinobi character. It wasn't Shinobi, but I can't remember what the... It was like the Japanese uh, long quicksword yep. character. That character was fucking dope. I did play it like two months ago. I thought for about like, downloading it again. For like maybe a week or something like that. It was it was fun. Wasn't it free for a while? Like It was. Like a game gold or game pass or something, something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it was. Well, but oh, yeah. Maybe they do free weekends too, right? Yeah, yeah, so free, yeah, free to play days. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, what about the competitive of Apex uh, makes it? I don't know. Like, why is Apex up there? Is it because was, it's the only <laughs> one we've played? Like, is is it just because it's been I such a drought that it's, it's learned so much from the other ones? Yeah, it it learned yeah. a lot, and then it's just kind of taken over and ran with it. I mean, they've they've added a new competitive aspect that no other game has. That, that if you get top five, you only play with top five people. Like that's you you play with the best of the best every time that you get top five, and you can keep that streak going. Or if you lose, then you don't get to do it again. I thought so, you. I, mean, I, think I it, thought it gave you the option to queue into that, not automatically put you in the next. Well, well, it, it gives so you the option it, to queue in. It gives you, yeah, it gives you the option because yeah. there were times that it was late enough at night that we weren't getting enough people to play with. Yeah, we tried once, and so, it took like three minutes. We were like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, so we we switched out of that. But I mean, it's it's a great concept that I don't think anybody else has tried to grasp yet. Like 
let the best people play with the best people. And then if you get good one game, well, then you get to try out against the best people. So, yeah, I think it's uh, cool. Real quick, shout out to Luigi Master, who just donated 100 bits. You're the best. And then he comments, take my money. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks, Luigi. Um, yeah, no, it's super... It's super interesting. I think my the reason Apex is on the top for me is because it took what everybody loved about Overwatch and what everybody liked about Fortnite and mixed them. I think what I, what's on the list for me as somebody who doesn't have a really, you know, a, a lot to stand on here is that it's the first time that I've had fun even being terrible at a game like that. Like, I don't sure. mind playing that game with everybody uh, even though I'm not bringing a lot to the table when it comes to skill. And yeah. I still have fun. I still like the characters. Every time I, I, I am observing that game, uh, I'm having a good time with it. Yeah, I mean, we got a chicken dinner one night. I remember that. It I was dope. A few chicken dinner, I, and I never got one in PUBG ever. And you got one with Ben a couple of nights ago, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. PUBG's. I still think PUBG's chicken dinners felt better. Fuck, uh, yeah, I, was gonna, I was gonna say the uh, the Apex ones sometimes feel way too easy. Yeah. I mean, we've me and Caleb have done plenty of games where the only kills that we have are because we killed one guy at the end. Yep. But we also have those like two games we played at PUBG on the uh, what was the little island called? Little Isle. Little Isle. Lyle. Lyle. What was the little island called? The small oh, the man. small one. Oh, Sanook. Uh, Sanook. San yeah, Sanook. No, Sanook. San Isn't that the uh, desert That's one? That's a little one. No. no. That's Miramar. Miramar. You got it. Yep. Yeah, Sandhook, we had a couple of we had a couple of matches where we literally did the same thing both times. Um, but we were like moving across the, the mountain, the rocks. Yep. And got out on this bluff that like overhangs a big area oh, yeah, and yeah. the circle closed on us. Yep. Multiple times. Uh, and we would like we both of those games that we won, we took out like six or seven people each and it was like, This is so great. Um But at the same time, like I've had some really fucking good experiences in Apex, like that game Sarge when we were playing. When I was the last one alive, and the ring was getting smaller, and I had so many health kits, I out-healed the ring. Yep. And that guy walked right fucking past me as I was healing, and then died outside the door, and I dropped out and shot their um, Bangalore one time and won the game. <laughs> and I'd been wow. sitting outside the ring for like a whole 20 seconds. Well, there's like, no, Where is this at, guy? at this point, there was no ring. The ring yeah. was completely gone. It was just Storm. And I was like, if you aren't dedicated to healing, you are not going to survive this. And I was just sitting there with full med kit, full med kit, a full med kit. Yep. I think I did it four or five times. Yeah. And then I finally Fucking walked outside me, and shot her one time, and she just dropped. It was very good. Um, okay, so for the for the people that had single-player games, um, like what what's happening in single-player that's got you guys excited this year? Um, Sarge, I know your first single-player game you actually got through was Inside, uh, and the first single-player game you've played in a long time. Like, does did that game excite you for more experiences? And if it did, like, what what kind of experiences are you looking for in your single-player going forward? Uh, I I really like that one for the fact that like it went a lot deeper than what I expected that game to do. Like, it, <laughs> it, it went in it went in on a mental note that like at the end of the game, like I'm sitting there like the fuck like like what is going on like the oh my god what, hold what's on what's the you, meaning behind this i i get you had a really good take on stream what was it oh man do you remember what it was um no it's so clip, 
I have a clip of it though. Yeah, no, I remember what it was. I just wanted to let you say it first. Um, but so there's. I don't know if you guys have all played Inside. Eric, did you play Inside? Bobby. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. So, uh, for those of you who haven't played Inside in the chat, uh, fast forward. I, like, I really want to think of it because I really want to say it, but I can't. You're fine. I'll, get, I'll, 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 I'll dance around <laughs> it for a second. If you're listening and you don't want to have that game spoiled, I guess fast forward like a couple minutes. Um, but, like, it's been out for a year, so statute's passed. Um, but at the end of this game, as you are running and or as the little kid falls into the pool and then yeah. gets sucked into the blob, yeah. Sarge got quiet. Right, so for the last half of this, the last half, the last like twenty minutes of this game, the last portion, um, he was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then, as you know, games with as open a um, symbology symbolism as that game, there are a lot of different takes, right? And uh, my take, and I think Ben's take are different, but my take from the game is that like the kid, the 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 blob was in control of the kid the whole time. And that you are not the kid acting, you are the blob acting, drawing the kid into you. And the reason why that is my theory is because if you get all the little hidden areas and unplug those things, you find another hidden box under the cornfield. And when you unplug it, all of the yeah. screens shut down and the kid hangs his head like one of the wow. people that's disconnected. And so that makes me think when you unplug that, you kill power you kill the connection between you and the blob and the kid just disconnects and that's it the game goes black while i'm talking about this sarge did you remember it uh i've i've kind of got the gist of it um so my take on it was like there's there's certain people in the world that they go through life trying to fit in somewhere Oh, and, that's so fucking and they and they want to do whatever it takes to be a part of what like that specific group or with that specific person and it doesn't matter what like confronts them it like in this game like death and getting captured and all the other obstacles that you have to go through the like no matter what it is it's a hundred things telling you no don't do it and you go through and you do it anyway and like the end of the game where you roll down the hill with the blob and you're just sitting there with the with what you wanted to be a part of but it has gotten you nowhere in your life like you wasted yeah, it's like all this, this time big, gross grotesque thing now yeah. and you lose your identity in it yeah there's there's so many people that want to fit in with the wrong crowd and like i i was taking the uh the little troll lady that's that swims around in the water and i was like giving an example of like this person is trying to stop you from doing it and then at some point they give up and they give in to what you wanted to do and allow you to swim underwater freely and let you do what you want to do afterward like afterwards Fuck, so like they so just good. they just let you go a long time. <laughs> yeah like so, she fights she fights your progress for such a long time and then eventually she just gives you what you need to carry on yeah. And that was the when I think that was the moment that I was like, "Oh my God, Sarge, this is the best fucking take ever," because uh, like, I've heard that game read so many ways, and I'd never heard that, and I knew that Sarge didn't play single player that often. Um, so yeah, Sarge, what are you looking forward to? Like, do you have any single player games that are coming up that you're looking forward to? Um, Outer Wilds or Outer World? God, that's they're on my be the first to say that those two point. things are too close in title and need to change. But the Outer nah. Wilds is definitely single player. Um, 
Yeah, um, I think I've got some notes from the last couple weeks. Um, Firewatch, I really want to jump into that one. I think, I think these like mystery solo like puzzle yeah. puzzle type games are like the ones that I'm really wanting to to uh, to jump Outer, into. Outer Worlds might do it for you too. You know what, Bobby? I've never finished Firewatch. I played the first two hours and mm. haven't gone back. Oh, there's a, there's another one that's on uh, Game Pass now, and I actually almost bought it a couple weeks ago because it wasn't on there. It's called Old Man's Journey. Yep. Yep. That looks really good. Like I like that artistic style on that one too. Um, yeah. And it's got that same it's like up and down. Console for a while. Man, mine's, <laughs> my 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 console's broken. I can't really play anything on it. Oh, um, use guys. But yeah. Use but yeah, guys. I'm. Use guys. I'm going to jump on that one because it's free on Game Pass now. So I think I'm going to take care of that one, and then afterward I'm going to jump into Firewatch because they. I don't. Know, it's. I think the the puzzle mode, like the puzzle aspects of those games, are really really good. But I I I gotta say I think the only reason that I got through Inside is because I had Caleb and Ben both there. Ben was sitting sure, yeah. in stream he watching the whole time, and Caleb was like in, in my end. headset and was watching at times. So I, I feel like if I was playing by myself, I wouldn't get through these games. But like with people that have played it and like that are watching, I feel like I can get through it better because like there was there were little things that I couldn't figure out, but Ben was like hinting around what it is, and like it helped me, but without directly helping me. So uh, I feel like. As long as somebody's there, I would be able to continue playing solo games. Sure. Sure. Even though they're not playing with me. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so, for the others in the group, um, like, what are you looking forward to? In in, tw- in the year of our uh, uh, Overlord 2019, what has you excited for the single player experiences coming up this year? Blair Witch. Um, what are you looking for them to people to imitate or you know adapt from last year's successes and 2017 successes uh yeah Blair Witch <laughs> sure I am can you elaborate I mean uh, so I've, I've said, said the story on stream before my brother and I in the woods we used to live in Marin used to find those fucking tokens all over the place and smash the shit out of them and it wasn't until we the movie came out that we realized what they were and we were like oh Huh. Well, we're still alive. We're good. And I'm ready to play that game because it looks... We're still alive. Uh, Y'all need to be very clear that listen to this podcast that in the near future, at some point in the future, we will lose contact with Eric. And he will resurface a few years later and reveal that he's been fighting demons for the last few years I'm good with because this. they finally showed up at his door I'm good with this and he was like let's fucking go I'm good with this i got shotgun shells full of fucking salt peat let's, let's go, go. <laughs> i got holy water vials i have silver bullets we're ready to go love it uh actually the the uh symphony tonight uh blood st- or bloodstained symphony tonight just came out so uh i may it's good yeah it I looks it. fucking awesome probably gonna pick that one up um so i'm a huge fan of that series uh, I mean, there's a ton of single-player experiences coming out this fall. Um, Code Vein, uh, most notably. Um, Vampire. Doesn't Code Vein? Doesn't Code Vein a little co- co-op? Uh, I don't know. I think it is. Okay. But anyway, either way. Just so everybody knows, I'm putting a link to that clip of my description, just so it's a little bit better in the uh, the chat there. Dope. 
Yeah, everybody watch that. It's fucking great. What's up, Shadow? Yeah, it, it looks it, it looks amazing. It's so good. Um, so Fallen Jedi, Fallen Order, of course. Uh, oh fuck! Yeah, that's up there. That might be part of my surprise, aside from Call of Duty, because like when I saw it at E3, I was like, Meh. and then wow. you've you've watched the gameplay they put out last like yesterday. Yep. That was what what that what people behind the scenes got to play was the actual it gameplay. So much better. Yeah. Man, it's so hard to not even think about that game being an actual thing right now. Because I just Why? feel like if I keep thinking about it, like I'll eventually get to that point where I just get so excited and hyped for it that I put it in a really rough spot to give it like I, just, I don't want that game. You don't want to you don't want to screw it out of having a chance yeah, because you have such high yeah. expectations. I, I mean, like, I mean it, it's it's a crossover of my two favorites. I also I also want to note that Bobby is not wearing a Star Wars short shirt tonight. No, God man, damn uh, it. I put this one on tonight because of the news about The Office leaving Netflix in 2021. Is that Kevin's chili? Uh, sorry. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's the saddest episode of The Office. <laughs> it's so funny! What does it say at the bottom? I probably... It's probably what I do best. <laughs> what? It fell! The trick is... No! The trick is... Throwing the onions in late. <laughs> Everyone's going to get to know each other in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, he fucking so, falls. And then he falls. And he's like, oh, it's so oh, sad. no, no. <laughs> it's so sad. It's that's so what Netflix fucking is sad. They're fucking sliding around in the chili right now. Uh, Yo, it's bullshit that NBC's like, we're going to take this back now. After they're taking, We got plenty of time to watch it at least five more, six more times. Oh yeah, it's the, it. It won't be leaving until twenty twenty one. Yeah, we're good. But I, there's a good why, chance why NBC's. Why they even reveal that now? Yep. Who cares? There's a good chance NBC's <laughs> streaming app won't be around in twenty twenty. Hey guys, so yeah. I don't even know if this will actually happen. So yeah, I don't want to think about Star Wars, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Bring that <laughs> I can't. No, that's totally fine. I. I didn't even watch that that gameplay trailer all the way through. I watched like the first five minutes until you meet up with Saw Gerrera. Um, and he's walking around the ship and deciding what to do next. And I was like, I don't want to know anymore. I just know that this looked ten times better than what I saw before. Did he just and say lies and deception the whole time that you were talking to? Lies! <laughs> deception! <laughs> just over and over again. What's wrong with you? Lies! <laughs> His voice was so much weirder in Rogue One. I think, I, I'm hoping, so... Let me like, is he, is he severely wounded and old? Uh, well, no, let me go on. No, he can't be that much older. He's not, because this is taking place between uh, three and four. And and the events, like, so there's 30 years there. So potentially there's like 15 years, because he's fucked up too. He's got like a missing foot. Yeah, he's real fucked up in Rogue One. Yeah, like, he's all kinds of fucked up. Like, he's he's also from the Clone Wars show. Uh huh. And so nothing happens to him terribly there. Uh, I'm hoping it's gotta happen here. I'm hoping that something happens to him here. That's fucked up. Yeah, that is kind of fucked up. But I get it. I, I get hope it. he. I hope. I hope, I hope he has a catastrophic well, injury. To go even deeper into it, so General Grievous from Episode Three, he had that Ooh. fucking weird coughing hack. Do any of you know why he has that coughing hack? Yeah, it's because Mace Windu squeezed the fuck out of his chest. Bingo. 
But a lot of people don't know that because it was from the you know, fucking cartoon on. Which is it was. It wasn't even from Clone Wars. It was from that like sixteen episode limited run well, hand drawn animation. That was called the Clone Wars. It was called the Clone Wars, but yeah. it wasn't like the Clone Wars show everybody thinks. Yeah, that's of. what everybody really confused because they did that in the three D. It was a Samurai Jack. Guys. Samurai Jack animators. Yeah, yeah man, it was man. so it's fucking so good. Fucking good. Was so that that episode that Mace Windu loses his lightsaber in the desert? Uh, maybe? Because that's when he fights that army of droids and just uses the force yep. and pulls yeah. the bolts yes. out of them and yes. then uses the bolts as yes. fucking projectiles yep. and kills yeah. a bunch more. And so, just kung fu's his way through droids. It's I'm so good. I'm hoping they use this game because it's canon to give you a little bit more on, on Saw Gerrera and find out why he's so paranoid about lies and deception. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Also, Cal Kestis has to die, right? Yes. Uh, yes. 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 So, like, so, does he how, turn? Uh, lies, deception. <laughs> lies, deception. He, he kind of looks. He's a different race. Never mind. I was going to say, like, he, if something would happen to him, but that wouldn't happen to him to make him look uh, like Thrawn. Thrawn's his own race. Uh, oh, yeah. Thrawn, the, the, blue, the blue dude. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, what, if, what if fucking Cal Kestis is Snoke? I don't know, like, here... Ooh. <laughs> what if he's fucking Snoke, But Snoke's dude? not... human. Snoke's not? Yeah, Snoke's, we, don't, uh... we don't know that Snoke isn't human, do we? Yeah, he's an... Yeah, he was definitely not humanoid. Yeah. He, he was, was definitely uh, human. Or, sorry, definitely not... Know what he is. <laughs> human, yeah, yeah. I, he's in, he's in mean, two like, pieces, I, that's what he is. Here, here's the thing, like... I no, it's more like, than two. <laughs> it's like four... <laughs> With with Solo and then again with uh, Rogue One, like Solo, you knew for the most part. Like I would say, like you knew about eighty five percent to ninety percent of that movie, people were gonna be okay. People but, were gonna be what? Sorry, oh, say again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Rogue you knew One Han comes wasn't out, going down. you knew well. None of these motherfuckers are making it. No. And that's an like there's a risk immediately. Like and there's a curiousness. Like, or, well, we know that they were somewhat successful because of. The, the Death Star plans. But yeah. We don't know that that plan. And then like Han Solo, like, as soon as you see him talking, like, oh yeah, he was a smartass back then. Like, that's that was one of my big hangups with Solo was that you don't really see what makes him to be the way he is. Like they show you a few things, but I felt like they could have gone a lot deeper yeah. into that. But like, literally, the, the the single most defining moment in Solo, and we've died, we've digressed largely. But my, the single most defining moment in that movie for me is when he kills his. Uh, his mentor. his mentor, yeah, for sure. And uh, his mentor was like, "Good call," because I was definitely going to try to shoot you first. Yeah, uh, because that was like, see, Han did shoot first. Now this is why he doesn't trust anybody because, like, yeah, yep. lies, that deception. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Saul Guerrero was there, wasn't he? That asshole. That son of a bitch. He was in the bush. Lies, deception, deception, deception cons. Next time anybody I play D and D with tries to do like a uh, tries to convince somebody and has to do a deception check, I'm gonna be like, lies, deceptions, deceptions. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. So like we've got we've got a lot of stuff coming out this year, and every fall has a lot of stuff coming out. What do you? Th- how do you think this fall weighs up against the falls of Christmas past? The last two falls are in the shadow of this fall because the spring was the, the place to be the last two years. Yep. And you think the fall is the place to be this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. 
for sure. Like, not that. I'm but like do you think that makes the falls better than last the last two years? Like, yeah, I think the fall. You've got uh, a Zelda game and a Pokemon game for me, which is like two huge hitters. Sure. Um, those are like, regardless of where you stand with Nintendo, like those are some very very big names. Yeah. Uh, you got the return of in, of Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare is being rebranded. You've got another Ghost Recon. Those are really big games there. You've got well. a Gears Five. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. PS5, you got a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you've got, as far as PlayStation goes, the one thing that you guys, nobody's talked about, not a single person has talked about Death Stranding. Death Stranding. And, Fuck. like, that's that. a huge fucking game. Massive game. Uh, so you've got Death Stranding in November. And then, uh, as far as, let's see here, we went over the Nintendo stuff, Xbox. I mean, I think Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds could be pretty big, and Borderlands Three. Like those are some big, big names. That, all those names are yeah, pretty early. You got another Monster Hunter that comes out in September, which is technically like it's an expansion. Know, not yeah, really it's that's big. That's a huge fucking expansion. Yeah, though. huge. Well, I mean, yeah, you've got Shadowkeep in there too. I mean, let's not forget Just Dance Twenty Twenty. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> Eric has never... He will see no rest in his life until he has griefed Just Dance to death. So I think that, like, this this fall is in particularly large. Like, last fall, or the fall of 2017, you had Mario and Zelda in the same year, which is kind of crazy to see them bookend like that. Uh, but last year, there were still there were some games that came out in the fall, but nothing like like that early early spring, or late spring, early summer. Yeah, and I think we also have a year that's like, this fall's going to be big, but it's playing into one of the biggest springs we've ever fucking And had. potentially the biggest fall ever. Fuck. Yeah. Remember yeah. when 2017 people were like, games aren't going to get, mm-hmm. it's not, like 2018 oh. won't live up. Fuck and then 2018 God. lived up and they were like, 2019 can't nope, do it. Nope, wrong. And now here in 2019, we're straight up like, 2020 is going to be even bigger than this year and that's fucking terrible. 2020. You've got. Oof. <laughs> You've got Stadia this this fall also, which we didn't really talk about that. And then we also have uh, Microsoft's cloud seizure. services really going live this this fall also. Yep. And that's not to mention like if there's going to be anything that they you know still still release on Game Pass. There's still like shit that they showed last E3 from like an indie standpoint for the Xbox that hasn't came out yet. Yeah, the Long Night hasn't come out yet, and I'm no, actually Sable. excited. I'm excited about that. Oh fuck, Sable too. Yeah. Next fall. The Long, Night, the Long Night's another one of those circumstances where I'm so displeased with the guy in charge of that studio that I'm worried about my ability to be able to enjoy that game. Yeah. Because uh, he's. If Randy Pitchford's a douchebag, this guy's done some really piece of shit stuff. Was he, but. Was he Pizzagate? I don't know if he was Pizzagate, but he was definitely on the wrong side of the fight for Gamergate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, and honestly, and his, man, like. Yeah. I, I can tell you right now Breath of the Wild 2, I, I, I'm sold day one. Like, I can't wait, but. I don't think I've been this excited since Horizon Zero Dawn for something new um, as I am for Cyberpunk. And I know that's Ooh, you said out, it. You said it. I had to. Cyberpunk. To that game. It's going to be fucking mm. great. I'm going to take literally. I'm not mm. going to play it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
you're just missing out. Missing out. I probably Although am. I am a little worried by Waypoint's evaluation of, like, last year Don't Waypoint care. saw... Oops, I unplugged my headphones. Last year Waypoint saw um, this game at demo, like the behind closed doors thing, and they were like, it's incredible. Like, How did this work? How did this work? How did this work? And this year they said when they saw it, it felt mortal. It no longer felt like a god among mm. men. It felt like they were like, this is this is how this is a game-ass game. Because they saw things that were like, oh, yeah, that guy was too spongy. Um, and, but those reservations are completely overruled by the idea that, like, I'm going to play even an iota of what I've seen. So, like... Ugh. And I mean, like, spring next year is gonna fuck me up. Like, normally Dude. I can I can save my money for fall, uh, what I, but I've got fucking Watchdogs. I've got fucking Cyberpunk. I've got fucking uh, what's coming out in March? What's coming out in March? I mean, fuck. there's so, there's so much, man. Like, I I've we might I've, be getting Last of Us in in the spring. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, to get some information this September. Isn't like September 27th, like the the breakout day? I want to outbreak day. I want to remind I don't know. everyone yeah, I don't know. that next fall we could potentially get Halo, Fable, and the next Forza game. Fuck Fable too, God. Damn. As launch titles, we're getting Halo as a launch title, and my we'll, for, we'll, get, we'll get a Forza launch also. My butt hasn't unclinched since they were like launch. 8K with, for with Horizon Zero Dawn two. HK Forza, 8K Forza. Oh fuck! If we get Horizon Zero Dawn two on the next gen, bad Battlefield Bad Company three is supposed to be launching on next gen. <clears throat> Yo, if Battlefield because EA is not doing anything this year. This no, EA is EA is non-existent unless unless respawn next year for sure. I've, I've oh, already and we get started. Assassin's Creed Ragnarok, and you get to play with Ragnar Lothbrok and build the great heathen army. Mm. Uh. I've already started saving. <laughs> I, I'm I'm saving for an 8K monitor. I'm saving for the best Oof. Xbox. I'm saving for at least six games. The new Elite controller. So like, I've got, I'm gonna have like I'm gonna have like three. I'm gonna need a new headset, waiting. a new controller, a new system, and four games. And my wife's gonna be like, cool. So. Um, you want to get a third we, job? We only have we only have we don't have any kids anymore because we had to well, sell Well, the cool one. thing is you can get that elite controller before next year. Yeah, and all the all the hardware is going to transition. Yeah, it's so, so good. Yeah, so my my chat just brought up an interesting point. Smurf said there, uh, games don't always live up to life because they're still building for older hardware. I don't necessarily think that's a reality anymore, right? Because everything is normalized, right? Now they're now they're building the game that they want to build and the game is scaling itself down and that's going to become more of a reality with cloud right um where if you want the premiere experience it's going to get there um they're not building for the lowest common denominator anymore because there is no lowest common denominator with the cloud yeah i think the difference between the next system and this system generation is going to be Bigger than the diff, uh, it's hard to tell. Like I listened to somebody say this really well earlier this week, and it was essentially that like this generation of consoles was basically just like we can make loading screens go away. Like that was the biggest takeaway from this generation is that like that on the processing giant is bomb or the beast cast this, this yeah well, I can't like, remember this generation has been this generation has been about making things faster and more easily accessible. Next generation is going to be about 
doing them bigger with the tools that we have finally or something like that and like i'm at once worried and at once and then at the same hand excited about or yeah excited about that like bigger always means more taxing on the on the hardware and then when you find out that the next xbox base model is going to be four times more powerful than the x and 40 times more loading power than the x maybe that won't be a fucking problem because the X hasn't been fully used yet. And Witcher came out well before the X was a thing. It's going to be interesting to see so what like, Cyberpunk does with it. Yeah, man. I'm trying to think. When... Maybe like... This is a Friday, right? This one will come out. They launch on Fridays. What? Systems? Yeah, I don't know. Systems. Uh, I don't know if there's a specific... I don't remember when the Xbox One and PS4 launched, but... You think, we, you think it'll be November? Yes, because Halo has always come out. November. Guys, all I want to know is what uh, is, you know, fucking da- Just Dance 2021. It's going to fucking look amazing. God damn it, Eric. Leave Just Dance fucking, alone. I'm right, waiting they for they the new farming simulator. God, eight, that 8K farming simulator? Unbelievable. Dude. I, it's just going to be pictures from fucking Kansas. <laughs> It's, gonna, it's actually going to be a guy you link into this guy's camera on his actual tractor, and you just follow him around for a while. You're like, hey, turn left, Gertie. Uh, November 15th. That's, that's my vote. November 15th. All right. I think I'm pretty sure Halo is traditionally launched in October and November or so. We still doing yeah. uh, buying our Xbox at the same place? Eric's going to fly in? No. We're going to yes. our Xbox one. Yes, we're going to get all of our Xbox Scarlets, whatever they are called at the time, uh, at the same place. I am hoping... Um, hey, I, I, I hate to point this out, but um, I, I have a feeling the very strong possibility, Bobby, that it will be Friday yeah. the 6th and it will it will be a Saturday launch. That will give Microsoft an 11-7-117 launch date. Oh, for the I Scarlet. So, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> for the mm-hmm. Master Chief. Oh. Huh. It will launch at midnight oh. on 11 so, 7. I just got, I just got I just to see got two so different reactions. Weak. Caleb is like, oh, my God. And Bobby's like, oh. Huh. It will be an 11 right. 7 launch. <laughs> oh, I just That'd got cool. so weak. I don't know how they couldn't uh, do it. You think you think we'll get a so if it's launching on November seventh, that's also N seven yep. day. So do you think we'll get a Mass Effect trilogy remaster? <laughs> my, listen, my pants can only get so soft, guys. Take them, uh, just take them off. And then you're just not wearing fucking pants. Take them off. <laughs> what about proven fact? Like, air softer than paints. Do you think that the Xbox will release before or after the PlayStation this time around? I don't think it matters. Uh, yeah, for it doesn't matter. I think they're gonna try I, to go before. I, I don't know yet. I, uh, not enough information to. With them talking about doing shit in tandem right now in cloud solutions, it'd be super dope if they were like, let's just release the same day. Oof, no, don't move them. Yeah, don't do that, That's, man. You gotta give me at least a week with some yeah. of these games. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah that's not gonna hurt me. Really People are gonna buy two Xbox or two systems at one time. Like, no. If thank you're spending you. that much on one, might as well just grab the other one too. Switch Mini. A lot of that shit leaked out. Yep. What the, what's gonna look like that came out? Uh, I think started dropping today. Uh, oh, I didn't notice it. I didn't see any of that. That might. Be are the they one doing two you. models or just one? 
Uh, well, are they doing I, the Switch Mini and the Switch Fat, or are they just doing the yeah, but Mini I, and the normal? I don't think that the big Switch. I could see them pushing that one back to next year. Is uh, the big Switch going to have removable a removable platform, uh, or is it going to be all stationary? You think? Well, the Mini is stationary. What about the the fat one? The Fat Boy will be the Switch, switch Fat. Uh, it'll be that way. It'll be the Thick Boy. Um, you'll be able to remove it. Switch Fat. But yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be available the way that the current switch is set up right now. True. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, is there anything else that has happened this year, or is it going to happen this year, that we have got to talk about? Uh, I wonder what the next big fucking Kotaku story is going to be about. Uh, I had to put, nerdy bits. If I had to put. Mu- <laughs> Yeah, I hope they don't look too deeply at our work ethic and our our uh, our employee care, because I fucking hate you guys, and uh, I don't want no one to know that. I would say we're the best place to work in the United States. That's what I'll say. Hell yeah, brother! I would say that we are absolutely not because no one's making money. (laughs) It's fine. Now, if we were all making an income doing this, yes. You best believe it would be the best place to work. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> the cream rises to the top. Snap into a Slim Jim! Somebody fucking sent me something today. Sorry, I gotta share it. Uh, it was like whenever you get turned away from like your fourth margarita at Applebee's, and it was fucking Macho Man and some like female wrestler just like high off their asses going crazy about like an American disservice. Like all this shit, like he's like fucking taking off his glasses, just beat red, shaking about not getting this margarita. It's so good. <laughs> I saw someone put together a wild. shirt that's just uh, Randy Savage holding a thing of cream in his hand like this, because for oh some reason God. his pinky was sticking out. Because he was the cream rises to, and he fucking throws it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so good. That video is so fucking good. Um, but is there anything else we want to talk about other than what the next story Kotaku is going to dump on us is? Nope. Uh, bounties, wrap it up. Uh, yeah. When we wrap up the show, we wrap up the show with our bounties. Uh, it's called Bounty Board, um, and that is a place where you go in a game to find out what you should be doing for the next week. So we thought it only appropriate at the end of every episode. We give you what we've been watching, listening to, reading, and playing so that you have something to watch, listen to, read, or play in the next week. Um, I'll start first since I've been kind of going first with the rest of the things tonight so far. Uh, Playing-wise, I've been playing a shit ton of Outer Wilds. Uh, I've been playing Katana Zero, and I have been playing Rocket League. Um, Radical Summer is very, very good. And every time I start up Rocket League and I hear fucking Kenny Loggins playing with the boys, I lose my fucking mind. Yeah, who would have thought um, out of all the Rocket League music that we listen to, Playing With The Boys is the one that's like, yes, we needed this man. so long ago in Rocket League. <laughs> Just that, like, pop, 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 boo, doo, boo, boo, boo. And every time I hear it, I'm like, fuck yes! <laughs> Top Gun, let's go. We're playing volleyball on the beach. Beach. Top Gun is my favorite volleyball movie. Um... <laughs> Uh, what am I listening to? Uh, I'm listening to Invisibilia. We've never done podcasts on the listening to section, and I just started. I've been listening to a podcast called Invisibilia. It's an NPR podcast that I've listened to for a while, but I just caught up on their most recent season. Super good. 
Um, if 99% Invisible is about the things in engineering that make the world work that we don't really see, or in design that make the world work we don't really see, 99, uh, Invisibilia is the things that make our like body and human interaction work that we don't really think about. Celery juice. That's what does it. <laughs> Celery juice right, bef- right before, uh, a solid 30 minutes to the dot before a good cup of, of, that, of that good bean juice. That bean and then juice. It's, and then it's straight to the old porcelain throne. <laughs> are you drinking celery juice now? No, we're making a joke about oh. you, homie dog. No, you're paying attention. Yeah. Homie dog. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face was like... Bones. I got all excited. Who's, I was like, yes! Who's doing it? <laughs> Trendsetter. <laughs> Turdsetter. Um, what else am I listening to? What else am I listening to? Um... The Katana Zero soundtrack is very good, so like, duh, there's that. Um, there's a band I used to listen to back in the day, and you can judge me all you want, called Two Door Cinema Club. I thought you were gonna say, don't judge uh, you. Those guys are. I thought you were gonna say Limp Bizkit. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Evan. Limp Bizkit. You dropped fucking Two Door Cinema Club. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, spoiler alert: In Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker calls an ACDC. An ACDC song comes on. And Peter Parker goes, oh, I love Led Zeppelin. And the whole fucking theater was like, you fucking dick. Like, it was so funny. Hey, Caleb, uh, you're a fucking dick. I would have loved to experience that. Yeah, you're not supposed to talk about that. Yeah. Dick. Talk about what? Exactly. Yeah, get out, get out of here. <laughs> anyway, Two Door Cinema Club, I listened to them back in the day, and they used to sound like Atlas Genius. They no longer sound like Atlas Genius. They kind of rebranded and kind of sound like the 1975 now, but like more upbeat. And they had an album come out this week, and it's super good. Also, Jack White and the Raconteurs put out their first album in 11 years, and that album is very good. Um, watching. I don't know. I'm going to be watching fucking... Chernobyl sometime soon. I just Good have to point. muster the courage to get sure to you that. Got enough hot water in your shower so you can get in the fetal position for a bit. <laughs> yeah, just not hot water in a tub because if I get in the fetal position in a tub, I'm a drown. I don't fit in tubs. I'll be okay. I don't fit in tubs either, man. I try to lay down in the tubs like nope like and squeezes me right the elf fuck out. Trying to take a fucking bath. You look like what? Buddy the elf trying to take a bath. <laughs> just. Fucking arms and legs all the way out. Your butt's yeah, the only thing in like the water. Gerald of Rivia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just taking taking baths with your. Who did you out. choose though, Jennifer um, or Trish? Jennifer. Mm. Jennifer always. <laughs> he said. Is Trish a bad choice? No. But no. there's not a. Bad there's choice. Jennifer. And then there's, there's the right Trish. Choice. There's not a bad choice, but one is absolutely right. Says Bobby. Um. That's watching, that's listening, that's playing. Reading. I haven't really done any reading this week. Kind of falling behind on that. But like like I said, uh, Sarge and I played paintball on Sunday, and I had a lot of stuff going on on Monday. In the last two days, I've literally been sleeping, most of them, because my body's like, please go let us do some R&R, please. Um, so yeah, those are my bounties. What, uh, what do we got? Uh, Bobby, you go next. I am playing... As I mentioned earlier, Outer Wilds, but I'm also playing My Friend Pedro. Oh. That game is fucking wild. Um, I'm listening to a new EP by the band Middle Kids, and it's really great. Uh, honorable mention off that album is an EP. Uh, there is a track called Blessings and Prayers, I think is the name of it, and it's, it's uh, pretty interesting what they're talking about there. 
Uh, Sarah and I started rewatching How I Met Your Mother, so we're almost done with season one. Does this stand up? Uh, it's very dated. It's a time capsule, man. Like everything is. Yeah. Like it would be. It's like one of those things. It's like, oh, that couldn't happen in today's modern society. Um, sure, and it's sure. Like two things. One, I'm focusing on the technology. I'm like looking at it from that, like, oh, that would have been easily solved with this. Uh, and two, uh, a lot of Barney's character, I don't think, would have made it past a screening room today. Oof, okay. Uh, Oofa like doofa. The, the predatory womanizer like, would not have flown in 2019. Sure. Uh, so watching that again, but still, there's a lot of charm in that. And uh, I'm reading, I've been reading... And I actually watched before the show tonight the debate, but I've been reading up on all the Democratic presidential candidates. I've been trying to get informed. How was the debate? How was the debate? Decisions. Uh, it, was, it was fine. There's so many of them that they did it over two nights. So tonight was ten people, tomorrow's ten people. And okay. uh, there was obviously like a very key message that they're all trying to tell, and they're all like very similar in a lot of things. It's basically it's like, hey, we're all saying the same thing. Who says it best? Yeah. So yeah. there's some very like minor di- differences between a lot of them. Well, there's some major ones, I guess, like one or two, but for the most part. Which one's got the Twitch stream? Uh, mm. feeling the burn. There man. it is. Bernie Wait, Sanders. Bernie Sanders is a Twitch yep. stream? Well, this man is. This man. And is he's ageless. also done quite a few AMAs on yep. Reddit. Um, and he also gets fucking breakfast with Killer Mike. Yep. So. <laughs> Fucking, oh, God, Bernie, I mean, take my money, take my soul. Let's uh, go. Like, watching him and fucking Killer Mike just eat at some fucking Denny's is great. Watching Killer Mike eat with anybody is incredible, uh, but Bernie Sanders is probably the best on the menu. Uh, that's that's it, man. That's playing, listening, watching, reading. Yeah, that's, that's right. the, the list. Dope. Sarge, what have you been up to, my man? Uh, I have been setting up our baby room. For the past week now, we finally oh boy. we finally had our uh, final baby shower and got our crib and changing table and uh, chair and a bunch of other shit that we're putting together and setting the baby room up. Um, let's see, what have I been watching? I just watched Django last night and I watched The Mask today. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. That's a really random combination yeah. of movies, but that's awesome. Yeah, I, well, I was just scrolling through, and I was like, Django looks really good. And then, like, I frick, oh, man, I love it so much. It's just the obliteration of people's bodies from, like... Are you talking about the mask? Are you talking about Django? Both. Django. <laughs> I was going to say, Jan- 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 looks, Django looks at one of the slaves, and he's like, so, Miss Laura, bye. What do you, what what? Do you mean? Say bye, Miss Laura. Say bye, Miss Laura. Bye, Miss Laura. And she just she goes flies in. flying out of the window. <laughs> it's so good. It's so hilarious, that, dude. And then the uh, the part where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio he uh, he busts his hand open on that piece of glass, yep. and it's not supposed to happen, was the best thing ever. I don't know, dude. If you, it was I don't know if you guys knew that, yep. but yeah. It was yeah. fucking real. It was such a good scene. It's, like I've seen the video of like the the best uh, unscripted shit. unscripted stuff, but I I it's been a while since I've seen Django, and I was like, yes, that is that is really freaking good. That's seamless, man. Yep. 
Yeah. He fucks up his hand and, and like, makes the picking the glass out part of his fucking anger. Well, and then the girl's reaction to getting blood rubbed on her face, because that's not what's supposed to happen. I she don't freaks know if out. that is... I don't know if that's actually part of it. What I'm not mean? sure. I think that, like... They the, wouldn't the have had blood there. Cut, I think the camera has cut between them. I think it's pretty unsafe to just rub blood in someone's face <laughs> and that uh, I don't remember a cut there I remember a single take he yeah. smashed it on the skull when he smashes the skull on the table I, it, I thought it was no he yeah. hits a, he hits a glass well he hits a glass he, 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 the skull on no the he table. he just yeah. pounds his hand down because the other two get all rowdy yeah Django no, I, and I was you thought I was joking when I said the mask or Django when you talk about people getting ripped apart but if the comic book that inspired the movie the mm-hmm. mask is hyper fucking yes violent. it is like it is it is crazy violent and really never, yep never oh seen my god. super violent oh my god like had they made like, that movie uh, it's like deadpool like levels of fucking yep. crazy like yeah has everybody here high. seen deadpool too yeah. yeah i need to oh god damn it i can't talk about a scene in it but like that opening sequence in the mask right? i'll watch Whenever it this the, week the guys with the loner car come out and they've got like the fucking exhaust come out of their ass yeah oh yeah like in the comic like he actually like puts that shit inside of them and like there's multiple things in the guy's head that's like stuck he's like fucking bleeding yeah like it's brutal well i i watched some shit that i hadn't seen before like i i the last time i watched it i was like 12 so i watched it and then he's making the balloons for the guys in the alley and he pulls a condom out and he's like oh wrong pocket and like throws it away i was like oh my god dude what the yeah dude fuck? as a kid completely missed that i was yeah. like right over my head he and i was like he's got a fucking condom whoops wrong pocket <laughs> yeah so it's yeah like, that oh comic if you god. ever look it up online man it's super fucking bloody <laughs> cuban right. pete sorry son the sorry son the dog's rabbit had to put it down <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah but uh that's that's what i've been watching uh i've been raging out on rocket league I had a really bad moment last night. It's just like, Caleb, I'm done. Fuck it. Shut my Xbox off and walk, went, went to bed. Probably for the best. Yeah, we were in the time. middle of a game and he was just like, peace. And I was like, wait, what? It was the and fifth. before we could it, say bye, he was out of the party. Yeah. We were like, okay, well. Um. I was saying bye and like I had already had the like the screen pulled up to turn off Xbox. I was like, well, see you guys, I'm done. Bye. And uh, like click the button. I want to ask, ask one thing. Have you reached uh-huh. out to Sergeant Bacon yet? Oh, and is this collaboration going to happen anytime soon? Bacon. I don't know who that is. I keep tagging every time I there's a guy on Twitter named Sergeant Bacon, and I keep tagging you. Oh, do you? Anytime that motherfucker goes live, he's like, he's like Sodium. Have you, Sergeant Sodium, have you reached out to the Sergeant Bacon yet and hooked this up? Because y'all's logo is so eerily similar, it's not even funny. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, it's a piece of bacon yeah. in a sergeant's helmet, and you're a salt shaker in a sergeant's oh, helmet. Shit. <laughs> Yo, I've been seeing all this thing with like couple streams and like co op. There you go. Couple like, get streams. Them the, get them on there, man. Yeah, this shit is disturbing. Yep. Yes. I can't believe you've never seen the comic book version yeah, dude, of The Mask. It's amazing. That's I, worth, hey, next week on Bounty, I want to hear both of you read The yep. Mask. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that the one be... we read at the second. I'm, I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh, fuck. Uh, Eric, what are your bounties? Listening to a bunch of podcasts. Uh, I am finally done or caught up with lore. Um, 
which is fucking still now one of the, my favorites. Uh, still going strong on the GG podcast. That's uh, Jace Hall, Rick Foxes, and Todd Roy's uh, new podcast. Real good. Um, love what those guys are doing. It's actually a very, very similar format to what we're doing. Um, which, you're yeah, you're welcome, guys. Which GG. is, I think, uh, yeah, GG's, guys. Uh, I think is really cool. Remember remember how we said we were a gateway drug, there guys? It is. <laughs> um playing uh downloaded void bastards this afternoon play a little bit of it uh super cool um then also are you gonna stream yeah, yeah uh and then also um did the like so the xbox version or the xbox app on pc has like a shuffle option for what are you playing next on game pass and it will land really you hit it and it gives you a random game well today i hit it and it gave me the outer worlds as my random game with an install button. So, and I'm like, hold on. Wait a minute. That's so fucking cool. Like, And so that's I install so it and it cool. went like this. And I was like, oh, it's only, te- it's the pre, it's the pre-order for the game pass game. I'm like, why even, what the fuck? Uh, that's so, fucking it was very mean. mean. And then, uh, I'm also going to be checking out the, uh, whatever team fight tactics or whatever the hell it is. The new league of legends thing that came out. Not that I'm a huge league player. Uh, oh, the auto yeah, the auto thing chess thing looks that looks pretty damn fun. Um, Dope. With that, so that's it. Is that's that it? it? All right. Well, before we wrap up and before we give everybody uh, our how to find us um, social media tags, we have one segment we do right at the end of the show. Last week you got to see it done live by the member it's named after. Uh, but we have a segment called Smurfax. And we have our Smurf fact for this week, and it's actually pretty interesting. Smurf facts, oh yeah. Let's dive in to the Smurf fact for this week. It's real short and sweet. Not the fucking E3 book he sent us. The first DICE video game of the year award was Goldeneye 007 for the Nintendo 64, and it was developed by... Rare. Rare. Yo, um, real quick before we go, actually, y'all heard that Rare's making something other than Sea of Thieves? Yeah, they put Banjo in Smash. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> they're making something else, apparently, and it's supposed to be a launch title for 2020 as well. Fable. No. That's Playground. Oh, yeah, it's Playground. Those are the, mm. I think Rare's making another Perfect Dark. Ooh. Fuck. Yeah, and it's gonna be like a it's Perfect gonna be like a first person siphon filter. Two zero. Mm. Sorry. Twenty two zero. Yeah. What if it's another time splitters? That wasn't rare, was it? That was the guys who made uh, Red Faction. No. It's Banjo and Kazooie. Give me a new Banjo and Kazooie. I mean, no yeah. thanks. But I would still yeah, be excited. I play the show out of Banjo. Would you? Yeah. I haven't played kitty kitty games. I just games downloaded like, uh, Rare Replay. I want to yeah, use Donkey Kong if you... Country. Like from N64. Uh, I mean, I would, that would be cool. They've been putting those up pretty, pretty consistently. Oh, wow. Where you can, what? like, switch between all six characters? Yeah, Tropical Freeze just came to the Switch this year. Well, it was ported from the Wii U to uh, a version that had... I uh, guess I... I'd... Uh, don't keep up to Nintendo. Funky Kong in it. You can play as Funky You know what we should do for a Smurf Act? Funky. Is we should have him send us a video clip like he's taken on his phone and you just pop it up every week. As a, <laughs> as a source in... As a source in... Uh, 
as a source in OBS. Just turn it on and it'll just autoplay and turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> that would yeah, be yeah, kind of yeah. cool. I'm down. I'm down. It's it's got like a bumper on the it's bumpers on the front and back that like yeah, throw yeah. it and then it's him talking yeah. and then and then the end of it is the the more you know thing like flying across the. Perfect. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Exactly. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, pork chop sandwiches. Bad, 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 bad. I don't like when you when then when, when to make me then you and you and you make. I run to you. <laughs> Pork chops sandwiches. Get the fuck out of here. here. Hey guys, look what I got. Beautiful. Hey, fuck you. I was really hoping you had a pork chop sandwich, but that'll work too. If I just picked up a fucking pork chop sandwich that I've just been hanging on to, because I knew we were going to That would be even better. Oh, God. As you guys know. stick off of my fucking property. With her ice skating, fucking kid falls in the water. If you guys haven't seen the fucking G.I. Joe fucking dub overs that are on YouTube, they're so fucking good. Please go and watch them right oh now. Oh my god. They're so fucking good. They're, every single one of them is incredible. There are a few that you can tell, like, it was either the beginning. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, I actually, yeah, I, I actually, oh, I started fuck. watching Lucifer. We were talking about comics that are TV show adaptations that I read, and that was the Sandman. Lucifer is a comic. Yeah, the Sandman is the name of the com- is what? the name of the comic is the name of the comic. It's not the Neil Gaiman no, no, no. Sandman. This. Oh wait, wait. Actually, me. I was. Did Neil Gaiman write that? Hold on. The one about Morpheus, the God of Sleep. No, 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 no. The character's name is the Sandman. Hold on. No, it was uh, Sam Keith. Yeah, no, it was Neil Gaiman. Bobby, I'm about to buy that shirt, by the way. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, main character, <laughs> Lucifer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. What? Yeah. The main character of Sandman is the fucking Sandman. Morpheus. Sandman. Lucifer is the character. <laughs> Mr. Sandman. That Lucifer in Sandman. the Sandman is the character that Lucifer, the TV show, is based off of. Hey, you guys can argue later. Give me a Has anybody watched Good Omens yet? I am. No, I hear it's good. Fuck. I need to watch that show, too. All right. So as you guys know, this episode that you are watching live gets posted for download and listening on all your podcast apps on Friday mornings. Uh, that will be how that happens again this week. If you want to listen to the show or any of our other shows, you can go to nerdyboost.com slash listen, uh, where you can also find links to where they are found on other podcast apps. You can also search Nerdy Bits on those apps and find us. If you want to read anything we've written, it's nerdybits.com slash read. If you want to watch any of our streams, it's slash watch. And if you want to send a message into the show so that we can bring it up on the next week's episode, send those into slash contact. Um, you can follow Nerdy Bits on Twitter at Nerdy underscore Bits and on Instagram at underscore Nerdy Bits. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, and PlayStation at LubWub. Sarge, where can people find you? Sergeant Sodium on uh, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Xbox. Bobby, where can people find you? LumberjackSmack.com. Oh, yeah. And Eric, where can people find you? Hyperglass. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, I guess. Are we going to stream tonight? Ryan, are you playing Rocket League at all before you go to bed? Are you gonna... No, I gotta go to bed. Alright, is everybody going to bed? Uh, yeah. 
If I do, I'm going to play Void Bastards. All right. So this stream's actually going to conclude tonight after this, because your boy's very tired and he's got an early morning tomorrow. Um, but outside of that, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, for those of you who are right here right now. Um, and we will see you guys in a week. We're going to... Ooh, excuse me. We're going to have a meeting, like I said, in between then. And we're going to have a whole... Uh, the whole rest of 2019, as far as we can plan, planned out for you guys, because... There's some dope shit coming up this year, and we want to do some dope shit. There we go. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Aye. And uh, be easy, motherfuckers. Bean. 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 Bean.